Welcome back to the kickoff. It's the 200th episode of the kickoff. Wow! That's an achievement, man. Well done. Day. Massive. What a day. What a day. Happy birthday. Imagine making 200 episodes of anything and self-funding the entire thing. Brian, at your own pocket for every show. Amazing stuff. Well, not my pocket, but like the companies who sponsored us. Especially the one that got us started and then fucked off and like real true idiots are now making the worst content I've ever seen on YouTube. <laughs> but no, we're good. Okay. We're great. Uh, I'm trying to work out which ones you mean. Um, <laughs> fair enough. It's like a two... Oh, right, okay. Yeah. I think they say the same about us. So named uh, after a fish or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks a lot to our sponsors on today's stream, though. Free trade. Oh. Head to freetrade.io oh. forward slash TG. Do you know what? They're, They're right me... in there. So they They're gave me right a call in. earlier this week. Mm. There's a function on the app that works right now. I, I can't go into any detail because I don't know the detail of it. <laughs> but if you put in the old companies that you used to work for, it will pull together the pensions that those companies earn, uh, owe you and put it into a new pension on this app. I need that. Look at Rory's face. I need that. I've definitely, I mean, I've had a lot of jobs. Uh, there are I've paid be into some... a lot of pensions. Listen, Look, I'll, just, hell, I'll say this down the lens. There are going to be some terms and conditions that I probably missed off that. But that's just a very top line. No, but we, we've been talking about all these point. little functions on the app that we haven't yet got to yeah. because we're just talking about the but, obvious great things about the app. But there's loads of little things like that. But the second there? they told me that, I was like, Wow, like you, sh you should market yourself as just just that as an app would be amazing. Yeah, it's just they went. Yeah, it's just one little thing we do, and I was like, Yeah, if wow, you sold like, that on the radio, people would be, have, have you claimed back your pension? Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta yes, please. Because I, mean, I suppose loads of people go. They could do all these different jobs. So. Shh. Oh, shh, my love. Um, so, but what, what, what do you want to have to tell them? About? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Get yourself a shit YouTube. I, I do. Like, then well, I, I, I'm, I'm in a funny mood today right, okay. because we haven't been around each other for a while, like uh, sure. the boys and that. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm going to do something Go on, like tell that. Them. you got to get used to that. <laughs> Ironically, <laughs> slowing Lawrence down yeah. and then carry on. The irony. Um, yeah, anyway, you can get yourself a show worth up to £200. Chris MD hasn't signed up yet, disappointingly. It's true. Yeah, there he is. Uh, but other people around this table have, and they are all investing. Uh, it's been good for us so far, uh, just to learn a bit about finances and how to get on top of them. So you can do the same by getting over there and uh, signing up. Uh, remember... It is your capital that is at risk because it's your capital that you're investing. Your investment may go down as well up and you may not always make a profit on your investment because that is the nature of investing. But the important thing is to look at the long term, look at what you're investing in and at least go over there. Just consider what's going on and uh, take part. That's the important thing. Today, we are joined by one of the biggest football YouTubers in the world. Incredibly, Lawrence Rory McKenna. Jennings has still got time for us. It's amazing <laughs> stuff. I thought you would have taken the money and run. Yeah, me too. Uh, Sam D., Yep, thank you. Oh, guys. you doing, lad? Great to be back. Not biggest height-wise, but biggest um, reach-wise. And in, in all of that, yeah. Well, and, I mean, height, but, reach. Yeah, I, no, you should I put meant, that in a deck. What? what you mean? Uh, <laughs> what you mean? Yeah, true. No, not thank the you. Biggest very, very nice. I, I did come here in 2018. No, you I went to another studio. A different whole studio. A whole other time. Yes. A so time. My second appearance on the camera. We're, up, we're up in Chris into uh, uh, something we're doing towards the end of the year, which should be fun. Can't talk about it now. Uh, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be sick. It's going to be incredible. Um, it's great to have him on the show, obviously. Uh, Liverpool, Arsenal is the game we're going to be watching today. However, <laughs> more pressing matters. Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. This, unfortunately, could be the end of the road, as Boys to Men once said. <laughs> we belong together. What makes you think it's the end of the road? Because I feel like this is pretty consistent with Oli's um, 
performance. Definitely not though. No, because I feel like this is with, with, with Ollie. Four one. There was that thing though, wasn't there, where he'd always pull it out the bag when mm. it mattered. And lately, it's yeah. just been a lot of like when you look at Leicester scored five, a City uh, scored two, but just dominated and, and played uh, with them. And then Liverpool five, now four against Watford. And, and they're not looking like a unit at all. Is that, I can't see how this goes. So I heard a stat before, and I'm not sure if I'm wrong. Is that five losses in seven games? Yeah. I've lost count. I'm numb. <laughs> yeah. I'm giving up. I'm numb. Like Lincoln Park. Number, mm. it, it feels Can like. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Don't need an encore. Don't need an encore. The Jay Z version, bit more upbeat. Oh no, we don't need an encore. Like it's, I was, I, I was surprised that he survived the international break. To be totally honest with you, I'm someone that's always there. Like, look, even with Mourinho at times, like, come on, you got to give him a little bit more time. But I, there was a point in Mourinho's era where you thought this is over and then we just kept plodding along until it was over. <laughs> and I said the same with Everton, the Everton result, it felt like it was over for Ole Gunnar You Solskjaer. called it spot on to be fair. And he's never recovered. Um, the team are a lot better than what we're seeing at the moment. I'm not one of these people that goes, oh, the players are throwing the manager under the bus because I ultimately think what you get out of a squad of players is a result of your decision making, a result of your decisions as a manager. So I think, I very rarely think players chuck managers under the bus, but I think it's quite clear now that, yes, there's a few people that might like him and they think he's a great guy and he's, a, he's clearly a club legend and all those things, but he's taken us as far as he can. And he's in danger of, of I don't think he's been, he I think to be a success at a man, as a Manchester United manager means to win trophies, the big trophies. So in that terms, I don't think he's been a success, but he's done a good job to a point. Right. And I think he's in a danger of ruining that at this moment in time. I think the only thing that saved him is the availability of a manager <coughs> where the board will go, I want to work with them. Because we can all sit here and go, Kante is better than Ali, but I said to you at the time, he's not going to be a Man United manager because he just doesn't fit in with what they will look for. Doesn't and at the moment, up. if Zinedine Zidane was saying, come and get me to United, I think Ali would have been sacked a while ago. And I think it's just a case of... Even in Spanish? A, a perfect... A perf maybe not even perfect, a suitable option being made available. And that's why you're now hearing talks of the likes of Brendan Rodgers, who I'm glad he's lost the last few games because... The Irish I don't, Zidane. I, look, I think Brendan Rodgers is a better coach than Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. But I don't want him anywhere near Man United at the moment. And that's where we could be plodding towards now because yeah, we haven't got that option that we want, a Ten Hag, a Poch, a Zidane or whoever. We're going to end up with someone that we don't really want, but they're better than Ole. So let's do it anyway. And it, the club's been run like this for a long, long time. They're, they're not proactive, they're reactive. Um, and yeah, it's, Do you think it's because it, I can't it, see it, it doesn't any matter any, any time soon. at the moment? Because I think for the, for the United board, the panic, and we've seen this with previous managers, the panic doesn't set in. The fans panic and react when it becomes clear Manchester United aren't going to win the league. And that's when we all start having conversations and we start <clears> thinking that they're going to react. And they don't, because for them, winning the league isn't the point. It's, not the it's when it's when top four becomes an issue that they react. Yeah, we've seen that with with Van Hal. They gave him to the end of the season because we had a cup final. Um, with Moyes, they waited and waited and waited. If you remember that game against Everton uh, at Goodison Park, remember the Grim Reaper was behind yeah, yeah, him and that. Yeah. They waited until it was it was certain he couldn't get Champions League. People were too casual same about that. Same because I think when Mourinho. the Grim Reaper appears, <laughs> you should really like take notice of that. But Do you know the, what I mean? The saddest thing is, is for all the the rebuilding and the money that Oli spent, 
this season must be quite easily worse than the Moy season. Yes, I would agree with that. In terms of in terms the, of next, the level of beatings that you've received, all the investment, yeah, some of the individual statement results. You know what? Yeah. I think it's been in more a way of, you're more right. humiliating in than a way that, you're than right, that season, yeah. in my opinion. In a way, you're right because you look. There's a lot of similarities. Like you look at the Liverpool games, the City games at home. That's when the writing's on the wall because yeah. you think in those games it shouldn't be down to a manager or whatever getting your players going do you know what I mean it should be down to um, you're playing Man City you're playing Liverpool like you should play the occasion in some games do you know what yeah. I mean and we've I've, I've been a United fan all my life watching Liverpool t teams when they weren't that good turn up in that game mm. City with Sean Golter turn up and beat us because they play the occasion and uh, you're you're talking that. about the occasion. When we were sat round, like, you know, we've been doing this together for a fucking while now. There's been times when Man United have lost games and there's been a hint of a surprise. There's been a, wow, look at that. You know, when those Liverpool goals were going in. But when it was, even when it was four goals to Watford, I don't think any of us were like, wow. And that, that to me says, like, it, that's where the real shame is for Oli because if he'd have left in the summer, the narrative would have been mm. Oli sort of steadied the ship, handed it to another guy who was capable of winning the league, did a really good job. Then potentially he may then walk into uh, Everton or somewhere like that down the road. He might get a, a, a chance somewhere else. But now this is the worst I have ever seen Manchester United in my life. And that's the problem is Oli now will walk away being known as the guy who spent 400 million and left Man United in the worst state possible. I don't think he... I think some of the performances and games that we've watched have been bad, but I don't think if he walks away, it's the worst position we've been in. Because I do think we've been in worse positions at other times. And I actually think a lot of coaches... You think since Fergie, coaches, it's, been, it's been worse than this at any point? Because I don't. I think some of the games have been up there with the worst. If you go top 10 games, I think, yeah, they've been favorite. the worst... But when you look at the team, we've got a very good squad and that's why the expectation is no, here for him to that's be... That's not what I'm saying though. Like, don't, like, anyone can spend money and I'm not going to give Oli credit for spending money. It's what he's doing with these players that is the job he's brought in for. And to me, the successive hammerings that Man United have just taken, I don't remember in my life Man United putting a run of results together this bad. I don't... And, and I'd be willing to bet since before Fergie, you'd have to go way before to have like that many bad results where they're like four, five, like Leicester five. I can name like off the top of my head five games where you've conceded four or five goals in one game this season. Yeah, it's, 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 it's ridiculous. They're so reliant on Cristiano Ronaldo as well. It's become very predictable the way they play. There seems to be no real cohesion. No making, leadership. Making bro. Harry Maguire captain. Mate, we've got to talk about this guy, right? Because, I mean... But that's all he's captain. All he's he, he literally no, no, gave no, it that. Well no, well, no, he did give it that, but he also did that. Against Alfie. After he put his fingers in his ears. Against so Alfie. I, I can work out what he wanted to hear us, so or didn't want to hear I, th so I think. Do you know what I think he was doing? And he this doesn't is, know whether he's coming or going, the this kid. Is this is purely ridiculous, and this is, why he's, this, is why he's such a, this is why it's so foolish from him. Do you know to do that? To, to do the knee slide and all that, and then put your fingers in your ears, I'm as if you're... But it's as if you're cancelling out the haters. You haven't got haters, mate. You're not Kim Kardashian. What you've got is people like us Critics. who who explore right football so. yeah. and if we if we decide to have a conversation about Harry Maguire's performances 
I'm, I'm not a hater, mate. I don't care about you. And also, no I one just... was judging him off scoring against fucking Albania. They're judging you on keeping the ball at the basket. As if Albania, bowling, if you know, I, right? I reckon... Nah, but, uh, bro, uh, Harry Maguire's Score against Albania, carry on in it. That does nothing for Man United fans. Who do you think you are? <laughs> He's a loser. But He's an absolute loser. This is He's the thing with Maguire now, though, is this is the second year in a row where he's gone through a run of games that have been horrific. So, like, all right, you look decent and you look good in the World Cup. Anyone see that? Sorry, lads, what happened there? Leno's just, like, like done a sideways... Is it Leno or is it Ramsdale in goal? It was Ramsdale. It was Ramsdale. Okay, I know, I'll take it back. It was a Rambo. great pass. So, really so, good pass. World-class save, that was. That was actually a world-class save. distribution from Ramsdale there? Yeah. When, 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 when Maguire signed for Man United, obviously there was a lot of promise around him. He'd come off the back of a good World, uh, world Cup for England. Or was it the Euros? World Cup? Whatever. Um, and then he, he's then had this dodgy run in the, in the first season... Looks like he's getting back to his best. Has a good um, Euros for England. Then this season, another terrible run of games. To me, we talked about what is world-class, what whatever your level is, not necessarily world-class, but your level is what you're consistently playing at. And right now, half the season is horrific and half the season is good. That that ain't no no team in the league wants someone a new, like a that. New, you want to know what you're getting from a player. I guarantee you this. I think this is this is the least controversial thing I'll say this this uh, show. <laughs> the new the new manager that comes into Manchester United, first thing they do, strip him of the captaincy. Mm. Strip you, him of the captaincy. You take away a massive problem, which is can't drop kind him. Of got to you can't drop him. There's no yeah, way he should have not, played against Man City. You know, you know, in the build-up to that, he shouldn't Man City have played game. today. I, I agree. Eric Bailly played the other the other week, and this is another haters. thing as well where. You're going to start losing players. Eric Bailly plays the other week. He plays better than I've ever I've seen Harry Maguire play. That game season. in Europe, wasn't it? And then what, you know, Europe, yeah. I said this to someone, when we go to a back two, Bailly will be dropped, Maguire keeps his spot. Yeah. It, I, I agree with that. There's no accountability was, I think for it was, playing. Solskjaer has his right? favourites and that's become a real problem. This it was Atalanta away. Manchester United went to Atalanta away and Cristiano Ronaldo got the plaudits. And, <coughs> and I'm not knocking him for getting the plaudits. Scored two supreme goals, got his team a point. But the man of the match that day wasn't Cristiano Ronaldo. The man of the match that day was Eric Bailly. Eric Bailly deserved to keep his spot. Manchester City then come along, a must-win game, or a must-not-lose game, let's call it, for Manchester United. Off the back of what happened to Liverpool, the humiliation, still a raw wound. You're then playing City. You've got to perform. Harry Maguire's back, at, like, there. Of course he's there. And you think... Mate, he's the future of Manchester United. <laughs> and I quote <laughs> Gary Neville. Yeah. Gary Neville... Uh, Gary he, Neville has got been, made a pig's ear of I'm, everything. I'm, I'm sorry, but this is the worst season of Gary Neville's life and he's not even... <laughs> like, no, no, no. Gary yeah. Neville didn't like, say... Rob away, everyone. No, yeah. this, is what's, this is what's wrong, Brian. I think you, you thought Gary meant that was good. Gary actually meant this is the future of Manchester United. Yeah, get used yeah. to it, bitches. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, like, when, when uh, Gary sort of danced around the Ollie thing as much as he possibly could to a point where he was saying in tw uh, tweets about football, this is Boris Johnson's Britain. You're like, your head's gone, mate. Yeah. Then then today, <coughs> I'm thinking, all right, just, I just hope Gary has a good weekend. Yeah. You know, and then he comes out with, <laughs> Maguire's the future of this club. And it's like, mate, he's 29 this season. Yeah. What are you talking about? He, then he goes <laughs> and gets sent off immediately. Gary must have been watching this game like, oh, fuck. And it made Roy Keane, well. do you hear? I'm bringing up Roy Keane, Keane to mention him. Um, I know you're on about the comments after thingy and yeah. when, when he did that whole Albania thing Roy Keane was right but <coughs> when you look at your captain and your manager your your captain should be representative and a reflection of your manager Roy Keane was that of Fergie Vieira whatever whatever yeah, whatever yeah. Terry and Mourinho at the moment Maguire is a spitting image of his manager out of his depth 
pressure's got him. Expectations eating him up. The ball can't do, you, do it anymore. What's the is, problem is, here? Is, with, it's you, not good enough. Is, is this with with Harry Maguire? No, I, I mean I've I've definitely backed him. I thought he was a better player than this. Is it? He the, is a better player than we're seeing. He is, isn't let's, he? Let's be fair. Like he's a better player than what we're seeing at the moment. But he's also but, but, out of his depth. But this isn't <laughs> new, though. That's the problem, though, is Harry Maguire has had two seasons in a row where he's started terribly. Mm. That is consistency. That yeah. is data. That is not something that we're going... Just because he's good for the second half of the season, mm. I think we have to look at his level and go, well, if you're a 10 out of 10 for the second half of the season, but you're a 4 the first half, yeah. I'm going to call you a fucking 7. Yeah, yeah. and he's not, not a 10, is he? Even, even on a good day. Even, yeah, even on a good I, day, he's not a 10. But, but the point more so is, is like... This is Man United now, and it's getting to be a point where surely the level is. There's an embarrassment factor here where they've got to go. You know what it is. This is enough's enough. And and if they keep Ollie in charge, he's proven against Watford. This will continue now. It's incompetence at every level. Yeah. It's incompetence at managerial level from a manager. N not holding players accountable. Look today, he started with McTominay. I think Matic is our best number six if you look after him and you rest him terrible, and all that, which it? is terrible to oh, say. Man. And, and but then you put McTominay next to him, which is basically like having, I don't know, like two two of your grandparents in the middle. Behind him, you got Maguire plodding about the place. Like, do you deserve everything you get? Like, if, mm. when you put that out, you deserve to hold a beating against Watford. Because we've seen they're not good. The enough. thing is, though, losing Luke to Shaw Watford. Luke this spot after stinking the place out for a while. And, and Gary Neville, with that comment you said, was talking about their form for England. How come you never have that energy for Pogba's form for France? Yeah. But we have to protect Shaw and Maguire and all these tits. It's, uh, the, the trouble is now, it's got to the stage with, I don't know how low they can sink. Like, realistically... I never really thought that they would lose today. I, I felt like off the back of the international break, there would be a, a galvanising of the team. They would perform today and they would probably get a victory. Right? Yes. Of what the position and the tactics. I thought they would get a victory against Watford. <coughs> yeah. Ranieri's Watford. They're clearly better. They're clearly a bigger club. You know, they I've should to, just I've, win that game. I've got to admit, though, I, I do think, you know, obviously we're talking about the competition in the Premier League. I do think with the diversity of tactics and kind of the upgrading of tactics this season, it's made a lot more teams capable of beating other sides. Mm. And Manchester United have left themselves wide open because... One of their huge issues is they don't have a tactical identity right well, now. Well, just, just on how low can they go? Well, um, let's find just out. Just to try and answer mm. that question. Right. How low um, can you go? They've, like, you know, obviously they've won some games this season, but they've, Too happy. they've, um, they've lost as many games as Burnley have, who are in the bottom three, and they've actually conceded more goals than Burnley. Stop it. Stop it at once. I'm sorry, mate. Well, no, that's actually what Ole Gunnar Solskjaer said post-game. they against Palace today. Yeah. Oh you know I mean? my God. Like we're, not, we're not talking that, about one of these Burnley teams that keeps a lot of clean sheets. Uh, no, no, yeah, 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 they're, they're, not, they're not the hard to beat Burnley that they used to be, exactly. I, I think the most telling thing is it's not actually that funny to watch Man United. No, no, right. yeah. it used to be good You'd fun. Be like, yeah, everyone yeah. had friends who were United fans. It used to be the funniest thing ever to see them lose games. They weren't like, friends, now, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, acquaintances uh. that you spend time with. Now it's <laughs> kind of like you see them lose 4 1 to Watford, and it's like, I'm not laughing as much as I thought I was going yeah, to, you right. know? It's, it's like watching a Chris MD so video. The, 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 well, <laughs> the end of you're the, a fucker. He's be, really in a good I, mood for you, yeah, if you haven't guessed. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They, Man United have won five and lost five. <coughs> like, that is the way they're playing now. It's, mm. And the vast majority of those wins came early in the season when Ronaldo was yeah. hitting the ground running, you know what I mean? And they're so reliant on him. I saw a ridiculous thing. Well, you he know, set the goal up. Well, he's, yeah. well also, 50% of their goals have been either scored or assisted by Cristiano Ronaldo. Mm. Like, where on earth would they be 
if he had signed for City like he wanted is, to. And, yeah. and, and the <laughs> thing is, like, just people would look at that and say Ronaldo's, that was Ren- Ronaldo's fault or, you know, and all these kind of things. Ronaldo <laughs> will play like that for any manager, any team. He's going to score right. you goals. Yeah. Like, the fact is that everyone around him is, is not looking good. Like, we brought Jadon Sancho in to bring in some whip from, we needed a winger. We've been crying out for a winger for two years. He hasn't been using him. We still keep playing the same players out there. You can talk about Jesse Lingard, and I think the main issue with this is I don't think Jesse Lingard is better than Bruno, better than Pogba. Also, I kind of expect him to be on the bench, but then as a manager, you've got to go, hold on, why am I holding this guy here when we can get some money for him? Maybe we can reinvest that into a position that we need. Mm. Like, why have we messed about with Jesse Lingard whether it's the manager or the board or whoever, and now we're in, at risk of losing a player that we could have got 20-odd million for in the summer for free. At least. And like, where does, where's the sense in that? There's Did no business Adam, sense. You put now he's going on, on, on a free account. at the end of the no, season. Man, and, and I don't that, care but that, that. That's kind no. of the thing is, it, what, what this stinks of is people who aren't making football decisions. Yeah, They're not I making agree. decisions based it's around... That's not a business decision. That's not a terrible business decision. That's a terrible footballing decision. But it's a terrible business decision. It's a terrible business in your dressing room and it's a terrible football... And not only that, you don't know how to get value out of that player. You don't know how to turn him over, make him into something valuable. And that's what you see all the best clubs is you, I mean you know we, we see Liverpool turning over players at their team and, and I'm going sorry a manager like Klopp goes you're giving me Sancho and Van der Beek and yeah. I've got this and I've got this problem with midfield but Van der Beek's gonna say you are mad like this guy plays football he's a good footballer like stick I've, him in the team I've also got to admit I think I, I, I agree with how you how you speak about McFred or McTominay and Fred whatever you want to call them now <laughs> but I, I do think if you have a manager like Klopp then a manager like Klopp in a press conference considering that he knows that that's going to be what his midfield option is this season backs them publicly and basically goes oh, nah. oh, he's not in it's alright and basically goes um I back these guys. Ali has done that, to be fair. And I get that. But I think but sometimes it's too too much because, like today, Maguire's just let the whole team down as captain walked off the pitch and he gets a high five. Yeah, I saw it's that like, high five. Bro, yeah. Slap him. Why are you high five? High five his face. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> I, I will have you know, <laughs> and I caught, and I caught. He is just going through a two or three year mad period, like I did, Gary Neville. So who's going through the mad period? It emotionally drains you only having three weeks off every summer. So can we just have a bit of empathy around the table, Gary, right? Gary Neville fair. is getting it yeah. so wrong, isn't he? Like, How Gary, could Gary, Gary, Gary Neville, Gary Neville is getting it so wrong. I feel like he's like lost his way. I mean, he's, he's a man who, as a footballer, I rate incredibly highly. He's, a, he's a, as a footballer, I rated him incredibly highly. As a pundit, until very recently, I rated him incredibly highly. What on earth is going on in his head? I don't know that. why. Like whenever he's you see an ex United pundit on TV at the moment, it's just like I don't know why you've turned up because you, you don't want to actually give your real opinion right. on how you feel about United. So it just feels like you've they just become a cheerleader out. for the club, don't yeah, they? Yeah, because a, it's they, a they, they turn up to be a cheerleader and ultimately. It's, it's effectively putting a fan Let's, on. Hold on a bit, though. I, I kind of... I'm never going to sit here and expect to hear Gary Neville absolutely go two-footed in on Solskjaer. <laughs> the same way you wouldn't expect Carragher if, if Gerard's about to get sacked at Villa, let's just say. I know he's won today, but let's just say that happens. But from a footballing perspective, it's like me. I love Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, but I still can go, hold on a minute. This ain't right, or he's, he's, he's got that wrong. And that's the problem. No, but Ad, you've we know that you're mates with them. We all know it, and we kind of can accept that. But then when you can't criticise just No, but Ad, 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 I feel like you've reframed it a bit because I don't think anybody is expecting him to go two-footed. We understand that they're friends and they, there's a friendship to preserve and a respect level there that, that goes far deeper than football. Fine. 
But what you're doing is lying. What you're doing yeah. is treating like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you don't need, you that. don't need to go two footed in, but you can equally say he's out of his depth in, yeah. in, the, in the role. Remember what that point where like all of the other guys were around, around the table, sort of laughing at Gary Neville trying to sort of like bend his, it. bend his back to, mm. in any contortion he yeah, could, proper gymnastics, to, to isn't it? Still politics, just, bro be friends with the Man United guys. Well, it's like, you, I mean, you started, we've gone full circle here, but do you remember that? There was a tweet that he put out about football, specifically about Manchester United and football. And he decided to, I don't know, maybe to try and garner some sympathy, to try and garner some, <coughs> some likes on Twitter. He kind of said, this is what's going on at Manchester United at the moment, but... It's Johnson's Britain, and therefore, what can we expect? It's just Britain. Talking about, people were saying it would have been more relevant if he'd said that's just Britain. Actually, people, people were saying, look, we just want you to be real, to be to be fairly critical of Manchester United <gasps> oh. instead of what is currently happening, which is like a propaganda job from him. And the way he reframed it was like, I'm not going to call for him to lose his job. No one actually yeah. said, no one said that. you had to. Yeah. So he hid behind that as mm. a way of not criticizing at all. Yeah, so he, yeah. he reframed it and I, he thinks he's clever, but yeah. I see what he's doing. And then to put underneath, <laughs> Boris Johnson's Britain. I'm like, you're just muddying the waters as much yeah, as possible yeah. here, aren't you? Yeah. You're just going. Yeah, yeah. To bring up Boris Johnson, yeah. he's exactly like Boris Johnson, Gary Neville is. Yeah, like, because he's, he's when a you ask politician. Boris Johnson, how come you're selling the NHS? He'll go, oh, but have you seen that over there? Yeah. And it's exactly what he's doing. He's going, but what about Ali Gunnar Solskjaer? And he's going, oh, wow. Boris Johnson, but look at that. Can and you just... Like, yeah, yeah. Boris he's a politician. It was six a.m. I remember that tweet came out at six a.m. I was like, "You've had a bad night's sleep, yeah. haven't you, bro?" The, thi the thing <laughs> wow. is, as well, the, thi the thing is, I feel like Neville now, despite obviously I'm not questioning his love for Manchester United, that is unrivaled. But I feel like he's he's actually become a problem for the Mate, club. Have you seen the song? Have you seen the song? The but song. He's become a meme. So there's a song um, that Joe made. Uh, oh, you mean the friends? Wait, the thing? friends. The, 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 no, 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 no. So no one told no, you. Uh, yeah. Friends. So they yeah. basically use clips from Gary Neville's punditry um, to be, it, as a joke about I'll be there for you, like as he's going to protect Oli Gunnar Solskjaer no matter what. And it's like you're a meme now. Like Gary Neville yeah. somehow has gone from the most respected pundit in Britain yeah. to. A bit of a joke. And I know you, you've just said, Can't and I also know how the media works. Like you've just gone, he's affecting United. And that could be true because if, if Gary Neville says something, it becomes a thing in the media and then maybe the club react to that. Mm. It may be true. But the fact that that may be true shows how wrong things are at the club because you shouldn't need X, Y, Z to say it in the media. In fact, What's happening in the media should be completely outside of your thinking and you should be proactive enough to be able to look inside your club and go, the shit's hit the fan. Let's try and... Re Why are we looking at Gary Neville? Like, he don't have the answers. No, but Gary, Gary Neville... He literally don't have the answers. No, Gary Pivot! Pivot! <laughs> no, don't <laughs> start with the shit French jokes, man. <laughs> Gary, they're, not, they're, they're, not, they're very good French jokes. No, but okay. French is Gary, Gary Neville has put himself and positioned himself as But my point that is, guy. yeah, Gary Neville should be irrelevant to Ali Gunnar Solskjaer's job and the club should take it upon themselves to go, no, hold on a minute. You're right. We're doing ourselves an injustice. That's not football. Whether you should be right isn't the reality. The, the way that football is now positioned, the way that football has now gone, you know that spectacle, and, it, and it's the, the, quite impressive, but you know that spectacle of Keane and Carragher and Neville, it's actually become almost as big as the game itself. It's almost become, like think about, okay, look, think about the England game the other night. England played Albania. What was the highlight? What were people talking about? They were Probably talking the Albanians. About, they were talking about Roy Keane's reaction 
to something Harry Maguire well, did. So, so Roy Keane has become as big as... Nobody's talking about the 5-0. Nobody's talking about who scored the goals. People are talking about Keane. They so the, have become so as big as the game itself. The fans are reliant on Gary Neville to, to some degree. Uh, try and speak for them and to be accurate in his criticisms. And that's not been happening because he's been protecting his mates. Do you know what I mean? And I think he did say absolute shocker from Man United today on Twitter. So I would hope that he would... Be more realistic. But be more precise. Mm. Be more precise. What, that's, uh, Brian, that's, that's nothing. That's nothing. That's, that's him. That's words. What, that's words that, in the that, What ether, Gary Neville nothing. tried to do when he's saying a shocker from United, what he's trying to do was go, see, I did criticise them. But be but he precise. Isn't, he isn't being specific. You're right. Because that's protecting him still. Shocker also, from, he'll be very from quick United to go, means nothing. get Pogba out of the club or get yeah. Tony Marshall out of the club, but come to Maguire and them, man, and Ali is... Yeah, a shocker from United is, is, is the same as no tweet. That means nothing. That is, mm -hmm. that is words that, that are aimed to mask an issue. Mm -hmm. Pre precision is very important here. Mm -hmm. So tell me what? what I mean, that is shocker, literally, that who is literally his job. So who was shocking? Who? Why? What? How? Yeah. What, what the fuck the is going on? The thing is, all those quotes came out about Maguire from him the morning of the Maguire massacre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, bro, what yeah. a day. He'd be on the phone to him now. <laughs> Harry, man! No, for fuck's sake, Harry! <laughs> But the fact, you, but man, the fact, but it's epitomised in Ali high fiving him. That is, bro. <coughs> What Mate, is wrong with the world? The with your high five. Did, did Ali high five Maguire as on he his got way off? off? Okay, so I want to give him a. It was a, in fairness, it was like a low five. Mo, most top managers, <clears throat> you, in that scenario, you don't even look at them. No, ignore absolutely. the fucker. Yeah. You're watching the match, and even nice guy managers, and I'm going to Bobby Robson would do that. So. Yeah, I think just don't look at him. Mm. Mm. Ignore just him. His, just look away. Well, that's probably why the players, like, you know, you've got Bruno saying it's not his fault. It's probably he's a nice okay, guy. So is that like, what Bruno that's did? A, that was embarrassing. That's a good man. point. Bruno yeah. going. So, yeah. Oli goes up yeah. to the fans really? to clap them at the end, which I kind of think, all right, at least you're a fair play. Mm. You know, you can't knock him for doing that. No, no, he held his hand right up to, yeah. to apologise to the fans. And then Bruno's behind him going, I think I think no, what must, I think what must have happened. Going, it's us. What it's must us. have happened is as, as Social went over there, I think a few Manchester United fans must have flicked the V's. Right. And Fernandez, really? I think that's what must or have happened. Or booed or or something. Yeah. And 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 uh, Bruno Fernandez has reacted and effectively gone. It's us. And then Fred's apparently him. had to hold his back. <laughs> yeah. But this is the thing. Like, what are they expecting? You just got beat four-one of Watford, mate. Of course they're going to boo you. Mm. I mean, it's. But again, it's like with Bruno, it's like, I think he's a fantastic player. He is a fantastic... But sometimes his emotions can get... Like, we're far too emotional as a football club. I was talking about Chelsea earlier as... Sign of instability. Chelsea are very... Clinical. Very clinical. <laughs> we can play crap today, but guess what? We're winning because we got the game plan. We trust in our manager. Mm -hmm. The Champions League has given them a swagger. United are overly emotional when we're losing. We can, our, our, our momentum and our temperament and everything can go one way and then when we're winning it's like we're the best team in the world and we can beat anyone and you feel like we can beat anyone and it's mm -hmm. like that's because we're just not sure of the manager I don't think it's like there's, there's, there has to be there's, there's an system, inherent belief yeah. in good teams you know what I mean that we're going to get through exactly yeah. and there's we're truth good. and there's, that's all down to the managers there. isn't it and, and it, the top level in this country if it be um, you know Tuchel or Pep or Klopp that they might not win every game, but the, the boat isn't going to be rocked to the degree, or anywhere near the degree of Man United, because you know that the system's in place, everyone knows their jobs, everything's well thought out, mm -hmm. and, and I think I can only, that, that can only be Solskjaer's fault. So to bring this sort of to some sort of closure, n 
he must be sucked after this. There's it, another it, layer to it that we're not looked at yet, where, where I think he's kind of hamstrung himself in that he's come into this season with Sancho, Lingard, like all these Donny van der Beek, like, this is my moment. I'm, I'm going to take... And he's gone to the same old people that have let him down week in, week out. You lose that, that benefit of the doubt in the dressing room. You lose that, I'm going to battle. Because today, when he's come in and said the team, and he's gone, McTominay, Scott, you're playing, and Nemanja, you're playing, and Bruno, you're ahead of them. How do you think... I, I pictured this, Donny van der Beek walking out of the dressing room and someone going to him. I just don't. I don't. Know. I don't know what yeah, to say, yeah, bro. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know what to say to you do right we now. Not, do we not need like, to give him to give Solskjaer slight, slightly the benefit of the doubt here, though? Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. None of us have the privilege. I know we know we know Donny Van der Beek as, as the guy that made the Ballon d'Or shortlist, right? That's who we know. But Solskjaer knows him a whole lot better. Solskjaer knows him as the guy who's trained with him every day for the past however long, and he is looking at him in training and presumably making an educated decision, saying. I watch you in training. You're not making my. We're team. we're we're making an educated decision based off about two thousand minutes of watching the current crap that we have in midfield, and when we do see Donny Van der Beek like today, he comes in and he makes a difference. But does that not just amplify Van der Beek being even worse? The fact that he's still going for Fred and McTominay. Having I feel like watched, he doesn't mm -hmm. want that problem of Van der. Be if if he puts Van der Beek in his team and Van der Beek hits the ground running, he's then got a problem of yeah. Bruno Pogba. Yeah. They're what do I do with them? I know Pogba's injured now, but <coughs> then I've got that problem. If Sancho starts to play well, he's got, oh, then how do I get Greenwood, mm. Rashford and Ronaldo into, like, I think he's shying away from some things because he's scared of what a good result in that might look like. And then it's, he's, he's hamstrung. He's himself. panicking, basically. He's hamstrung. And on we, top of that, who, I think players... Who do we expect, though, to take the, the charge of Man United if he does go? That's the problem. And that's why he might and still it's got be here to be next Zidane, week. Zidane, hasn't it? It's just got to be Zidane. What about a caretaker to end the end season? If it was, it, bro, you know the thing is, if it was going to be Zidane, he'd already been. He would have been managing yeah. today. Mm. That's why I don't think it is Zidane. Yeah, they would have used that two-week period. Mm. I yeah. really do hope that they persevere with him. I really do because oh. do you know? Do you know what though? I You're think that we all need bastard. to. We everybody needs to. Manchester United <laughs> fans aside here. Everybody else who Don't supports anyone other than Manchester United, Don't listen to everyone this watching this channel right now must just take a moment to yeah. appreciate mm. what is happening because this is actually, this is actually magical. Okay. Just wants okay, I'm lamps. with you. Everyone, take the Twitter. Lampard. I don't care who you Pop support. Rory. Just say, start the tweet. As a Manchester United fan, Oli has my full backing. Well, well it's funny because Oli we, go we need a movement. Hashtag we need, United. Back, here's your Oli. We need a movement. Again. We go again. <laughs> I wholeheartedly back Oli Gunnar Solskjaer and I am an ardent... Anyone who would turn on Oli is a traitor. <laughs> right? This, this is, is a club legend is, who scored a goal in the new This is beautiful. Whatever club you support, you will have have been wronged and hurt by Manchester He just Manchester said that United. Lampard got sacked and Shearer brought him down. This is, I think, I think come on, we actually, <laughs> what we actually say is, us on that. we actually say, we say, I suppose we're all Ole Gunnar Solskjaer in a way, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. off, Lazarus. Um, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, I like <laughs> when you have sympathy on me. 
Yeah, well, I've got... Uh, you rattled me the most. I ran out of it. Um, I've always... I always believe in myself. Yes, I believe we can turn this around. This is my own quote, by the way. I feel for fans. I feel the same as them. We're embarrassed losing the way we do. We are in a very bad run. That was Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Followed up by David De Gea on Five Live saying, we don't know what to do with the ball. We don't, we don't, we don't know how to defend. We don't know how to defend. Right, David. Hey, footballer. You're footballer. We don't know what to do with the ball. <laughs> How do you feel without the ball? Well, we don't know how to defend properly. You know, if anyone else had said that, but De Gea who saved sure. us on a multiple yeah. occasion. I feel <laughs> like Ole is probably lucky that it was Bruno behind him and not De Gea. De Gea actually, yeah. I, I just seen another quote. Otherwise he'd have hit him with his hands. <laughs> he said, um, it's easy to blame the manager or the staff, but sometimes it's the players. It was embarrassing to see Man United play like we did today. Not acceptable. The way we were playing and doing things, Unacceptable. Wow. Oh. Anyone on Twitter? Has, have we seen the Harry Maguire platitude oh, yet? Talent. We go again next week. Well. Has, has he done, his, has he done, he done the note yet? on his iPhone that he then tweets out <laughs> with the, the shot of him looking hard work? <laughs> that was very funny. You know we what? believe we go again. We're going to have the hair. We don't know what to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel sorry for the hair, man. You know how shit is. We just don't know what to do with the ball, man. At this club. <sighs> He's had to, like, he comes to United. He had, he had a few league titles and he must have thought, oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> And then he got the There'll worst be a fax period machine ready of yeah. next it's summer. So yeah. sad. They'll fix it. That's the thing is, like, if he wanted to go now, he probably couldn't. Do you know yeah, what? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> as a quote, though, as a quote, that's that's going to live with me for a long time. That's one of my favourites. We just don't know what to do with the ball. Well, I, love, I love that, by the way, that they go, are they going to Solskjaer there? just the one thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we, it's we, up there with uh, Moises, <laughs> isn't it? We don't know how to, do, we don't know how to defend, pass, or score goals. <laughs> and now look at him ball. flying. Oh, my God. Thiago. Oh, I, I appreciate oh, it. Oh. The honesty. And also, he's just boiled it right down to one sentence. Yeah. Just, don't know what to do with the ball. What to do with the ball. Ramsdale, by the way, amazing double save there against Mane and don't know who else was in there. I would, Tiago, I would like to give a shout out to Mikel Arteta's Arsenal for making it half an down hour without being 4-0 down at Anfield. Oh, come <laughs> on. <laughs> can we calm down with some of these save stuff? Like descriptions I mean, that's saves. a bad save. He he made, well, that, that, was, that was the best save I've ever seen. He made a save from, from a free kick <laughs> the other day, the other week, yeah. And it was a very good save. But then someone tweeted, greatest save ever. Peach Michael. Peach Michael. not even the best save by an Arsenal. The problem is, Peach Michael tweeted pictures of him next to Gordon Banks. That is so disrespectful. It's like Arsenal fans, like you take so things thing is, uh, if you idiot. don't look it was a good that. save but if oh, he doesn't man. save that it's we a big fault <gasps> go. that was in the middle of the goal yeah, straight down your, <laughs> neck, straight down <laughs> your throat mate to, to be fair the, the like he spilt that and made the second yeah. chance I think you see keepers push it into the side netting a lot it was like I, I know what you mean it was the sort of strength no of the I wasn't for me trying was to it a good take any credit no, no, away from him no I agree people went I've seen better saves by Arsenal keepers it's like that was not the greatest save ever just then by Ramsdale that's actually a really good double save it's been a good signing though a double save, <laughs> but it was a double save. The first save. thing was an error. Yeah, but it, it was, was a save. Yeah. The second thing was a save from his own error. You yeah, just made two <laughs> saves, <laughs> didn't he, mate? So. Still a double save. Though, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how many no, saves? How many first... saves did he make? Though? No, no. The first was a spill. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It was a spill. Mm. It was, uh, yeah, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. But he recovered well. I think he's been a good signing though, Ramsdale. But there was there was a lot of at least uh, he recovered. There was a lot of laughter <laughs> when they signed. Well, I remember when they signed yeah, Ramsdale. Yeah, Do you remember yeah, all the tweets? Credit. Arsenal have signed Ramsdale for more than Manchester United paid for Cristiano Ronaldo and all that. Yeah, our whole transfer window. Like, I mean, it was good. Wasn't we it? were looking at it and thinking, what, like, this doesn't look good. You won the but window. Now, Tavares has turned out um, like probably keeps Tierney out the team at the moment. Do you know who I love? I think that uh, Tommy oh, Yasu. Oh, 
Marib. Off Marib. He's off. He's off. He's offside. No, no. <laughs> I think he's offside. I'd do that as well. I think Tommy Tommy Yasu has has been brilliant because he is good in the air. I think Ben White's frailty is as well. Ben White's frailty is perhaps in the air. Mm. So Tommy Yasu can win a lot of those challenges. You're right. I think that Arsenal probably did win the window, which is mm. so strange wow. to say. Still very early. We also it. had Lokonga as well, who's looking really good. I think the difference is this transfer window we're buying young players. Young, yeah. It, similarly to how Liverpool did when they bought, you know, Mane and Salah and all that, who could turn out to be like really, really good players. And we're stopping buying 72 million on Nicolas Pepe that turned out really yeah, well. Yeah, it's been well, a good, well. good change of of tactic in the market. He's done well. I think Ramsdale is a big, big coup. I'm not, yeah, like, yeah, I'm we, not we when I was no taking a piss out of that save, I wasn't, I think it's been a very good signing and surprised me to be fair. But I do think Arsenal capitalising on this good momentum at the moment. It's like I was saying about United, where everything's just emotional, like one way or the other. At the moment, they're at that crest of a way where everything's feeling good, feeling good. But the the crazy like thing is, you know, if they win today. Oh, oh, yes! Mikel and Jürgen. Punch him! Oh, I love a bit of that. Yes! You know what, though? Mikel Go on, Arteta. Mikel's actually fuming here. What with? Who wins in a straightener? Arteta oh, versus Klopp. Who Klopp. wins that straightener? Mikel Klopp the hair. The behind the hair. I think Klopp wins that straightener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Klopp, yeah. Just, oh, uh, Klopp. Just Lawrence's you, um, voice. That's why Arteta fists. has to be active early. Arteta has to I think be he's got a prime icon card. That fight analysis is really paying off for Lawrence. Big hands. Massive fist. Give me another reason why. Give me a long reach. So, yeah. <laughs> Does anyone else love it when managers get booked? I don't know why. There's just something about it that mm. I really... I love really the fact that way. Klopp is still giving it to him. Because the crowd now has gone boom. Yeah. As soon as you it's see that, quite, the crowd It's quite silly. Right, so when this was what it was about. That wasn't that. Uh, he's oh, not wait. looking at him, is he? For what? It's because he said... <laughs> Yeah. yeah Klopp said, what the hell are you talking about? Spain and Germany don't tend to get on very well, do they? So... So it's nice to Arteta give it back because he strikes me as a little yes. Also, oh, he's a he's a scary man. Like I, I feel mm-hmm. like if you, you met him. I good mates with him now. Yeah, one of the he didn't switch at me. But why why is he scary? Why, what do you think? He just seems like one of those men that if when he switched he would go mental. Right. You know, like oh, I, 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 I get he's a small come uh, off it. I don't know. If you listen to him talk and stuff, he, I feel like he could properly go at someone. Is it the eyes? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to back that, him in um, the ring or anything. He's got those dead eyes. He's got the dead behind that's the eyes I mean. look, like, hasn't he? Yeah. I, mean. I know what you mean about that. Yeah. I think, I think, I think this game is handsome. now, by the way. I, but I think this game's got the potential to get a little bit physical. The crowd must be good right now. Mane and Salah, which is a surprise for mid game in Anfield. Pouring with rain. Late night game, Saturday. This has got all of the ingredients. Two massive clubs going head to head. This is the dream. <laughs> this is it. It's what Rory's made for them. Because yeah. <laughs> these it. two, these two usually deliver. You know that. For, for well, games. you were saying it earlier. You think this is the best fixture out of the top oh, boys. This is the best. This is the best fixture in terms. Of, it, I think this is the best fixture in terms of big clubs going head to head. In terms of the result of the match, the the football that is played. Think of all of the encounters over the years. I was going to say Spurs, Arsenal, but you don't count Spurs, do you, as big clubs? I don't think that they're usually good games, though. This is usually good stuff. Brian, Brian, think about the results over the years. The four-all, the three-all, yeah. the best ever title win. The best ever title win happened here. It's up for grabs now and all that. That was the best ever title win. Uh, do you remember that? They had to win 2-0 and they won 2-0 in the last oh, game. Mickey Thomas. Oh, oh my what God, a save. What a save. That was that a was, very good that, save. That was, that was, that was, 
That was a good double save. <laughs> nah, that was... <laughs> was, like, was it? Uh, it's was kind it? Of, was it like a one, one, one and a half, big, maybe. Big amount of hat-tricks in this game. Was it I don't reckon. than Seaman at... Rory's still on it with his stats. <laughs> 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 this is the game, man. Big amount of hat-tricks. Big amount of hat-tricks. Name the 30 hat-tricks. hat-tricks in Liverpool. Big amount of Arshavin. Arshavin. Four. 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 So a quadra. It wasn't actually that good of a save. Four. Robbie Fowler scored a... Robbie Fowler scored the first... The fastest ever hat-trick. Scored a hat-trick in about four and a half minutes. That's not a save, by the way. That ball's just hit him. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a spill. But to be fair, that is also... He's put his body on the line there. I'm guilty of In it. fairness, they were all straight at him. Like, all the shots have been Shit, I told you, man. <laughs> Here's the thing, though, Brian, is... Um, I know you mock my fight analysis, but 68% of the chat agree with me. So they say Klopp will win with his big fists. He'll fist him to death. Mm. Which is... Strange uh, mental picture. Yes. Uh, but also one that's quite relevant. Well. You don't really... Like, he's quite a tall man, Jürgen, isn't I reckon he? his breath... Right? Kicks up a big fuss as well. <laughs> Takes one to yeah, no one though. Yeah, exactly. yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. 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 yeah, I feel like a personal space <laughs> invader as well. You I feel definitely like a I think the thing with invader, Klopp yeah. is he'd have staying power in a fight. Like, you yeah. may hurt him a little bit, but he'd just keep on coming. He'd also, when, him, like, when he boom. hits you, he'd also go, boom. <laughs> <laughs> Bang. Bang. Obviously, adds power. Yeah, yeah. Bit bop bap. <laughs> I mean, he lived in Dortmund for ages, and like, we've been to Dortmund. It's not a soft place. I'm and then mines know. before that. Like, it made me think, no. oh, Newcastle's quite upper class, really, isn't it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Arteta like, did play for Rangers, though. So Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I mean. Hard you know? man. Nasty. Great save. Put his balls Still, on the line. Dortmund. Yeah, Dortmund. The second bit Just was saying, the best. I've been to Glasgow. You quite enjoyed it. Dortmund's... You know, Glasgow's like, the, the women in Dortmund... The, oh, Trent! They make... Oh! He loves it. I'll tell you what, Rory, for someone who goes on about how good the game is, you look at your phone. I'm reading about hat tricks. I'm just saying, the women in Dortmund make the men in Glasgow look pretty. So, That's xenophobic. Don't hit me, Dortmund ladies. It's just true. Genuinely, don't hit him because I think those arms could do some real damage. Honestly, remember that last who was working in the van? I know, I remember we had to cut that out because that's actually quite offensive. Oh, Charvin. Peter Crouch. <laughs> Peter Crouch Peter scored Crouch? the perfect hat-trick against... Oh, uh, yes, he did. One, two. Oh, oh, Thierry Henry. Oh, wait, Robbie Fowler. Ready for another good save what, what I love about this show is uh, we do our research pre-show. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's, everyone's fully informed and all the stuff. At least we do our lot. own research. You've got Robbie to sit around. <laughs> yes. Two, two seconds, lads. Just Peter Crouch hat-trick. Oh. So, what that? a tackle! Oh, this game is going to see. This is. Ah. I was right. I was bang on. Look at it. It's coming alive. We've lit the fuse. That was the a spark. spark. Well, you think you've yeah. lit the fuse? I've lit the fuse, man. You've lit the fuse. I told you this was going to come alive, and look what's happening. Fabinho is one of them. Still nil-nil, by the way. If you're, if you're not watching <laughs> that game, you'd think this was the best game of the season. Yeah, but it, we, you can feel it, can't you? It's like Rory's a coiled spring. It's like a coiled spring, ready get, to launch. I, I, I'd go as far. Are you as playing it. a game? How many cliches you? Yeah, no. You can, in the you, can night. Tell, you can tell how much we've uh, we've all hated the international football. No, mate. Like, yeah. like we're just so happy it wasn't to be back football. watching football. It wasn't football. In the, in the way that you understand football, jeopardy, contest. There we go. <laughs> there isn't anything going on. It, was not, it wasn't care about. It wasn't even football as far as I'm concerned. Like, wow. You could call it, it, it wasn't a contest, but it wasn't even really football. Some might say they haven't got a duty to entertain you, Rory. Some might say, what are you doing? Playing an Oasis game? Yeah. <laughs> no, just very shit on uh, yeah. Oh, we'll do that. I think at half time we'll do the old really uh, what the two face off um, out right but, face off but to go on the international football thing like did you watch it did you watch no, it not football it wasn't football it was ridiculous it was like there needs football. to be there needs to be qualifying to qualify no I think the Would South you watch American that? ones are alright no oh 
sometimes. No, they, you need to qualify to qualify. England shouldn't be playing San Marino. Like, that just shouldn't happen. It's ridiculous. Agree, it's a complete yeah. waste. It's a complete nuts waste of time. Do you know no, 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 it's boots on. Wait one sec. Has Aubameyang got R9's boots on? I thought you said has Arteta got Aubameyang. Uh, has Aubameyang got R9's boots <laughs> Maybe. On? That is a fucking disgrace. <laughs> They're not literally his. It's just the, the design. I, think. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he did lend them to him. That's a, a um, disgrace. I get what you're saying. Um, I think they're re-releasing. All right. Good. Um, this is a good free kick position for um, Trent. Yeah. I like Trent's hair at the moment. Just Cross in. I, I agree, actually. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Gale! Offside. Offside? It's Marnie. Offside. Marnie right. one. The flag hasn't gone up. Wait, is it's that desperate? Flag hasn't gone up. It's Marnie one nil. Head, headed in. Great oh. free kick uh, crossed by Trent Alexander-Arnold. Too easy. Too easy. If you're an Arsenal, if you're, you shouldn't be conceding from but that. But it was it was coming because of all the pressure that had been building up. And like you know, like how many times is uh, the keeper going to save them? Let's see what Arsenal are made of then. Let's, this is it. Like Arsenal hadn't, haven't lost a game since they lost you're to Manchester. You're just wanting City. this to co- turn into a thing. Let's on. see what I see because I told I like you, you're, I told go, you you're it's building the narrative. Game. We can't, we can't impact this game, Rory. No, whatever just, we say I doesn't predict the future. Let's try. We did not light the fuse as much. I lit, as I lit the fuse. It was always burning everyone, since the world's been turning. Saying I lit the fuse. We, yeah, you should save yeah, that. Should say, oh, he's got oh, to save no, that. Got save in front of but you know what? No, you he's, can't say that. Would you, could you say, Chris, with that. all these he's good saves, it. he's made a deal with the devil. The, 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 uh, do you know where the fault? You're, you're being slightly Look, harsh. Look, touched it. No, I, I, I think Ramsdale should do that. more, but Gabriel's got to do more as well. The defence, there shouldn't be a free header for Sadio Mane in the Arsenal box from a free kick. That's the issue. The issue is, oh, Klopp's giving it to Arteta there. See that? I don't like that. I don't like that. Nah. No. I think he was actually facing the other way, so he wasn't. Love that. What? He, he has right a question. I love that. He has the question. It doesn't suit my narrative. Oh, sorry. Why, let the truth why is Marnie... He's being very respectful towards Mikel. Why, why is Marnie getting a free header in the box with no one in front of him? No one goal side. This is the problem. This is a problem. Well, You've got also, to ask Gabriel. Sadio Marnie, one of... No, but at no point was he marked, though. At no point. There was, was there not a man right in front? I mean, I think no, Gabriel should There was a man a few yards away from him. Oh, That was a pass by Lacazette. Oh. <clears throat> I don't it's know if it was anyone's job because there was no one fucking near him when the ball was coming in. You, and conceding from a free kick like that, I mean, you've got to give credit to Liverpool because presumably they've worked on that kind of scenario in training and you see it come into fruition in a match, which is like the point of a good manager. But equally, Arsenal should be ready to deal with. Well, I mean, a sim- like, if, you, if you lose oh, to have Liverpool... Have you seen the size of Marnie? Mate, if you concede goals to Liverpool you? at Anfield... You, there's no, there's no shame in that. You know the brilliance of Salah and Mane linking up, or whatever. But not just a hoof ball into the box, do, man. You've got to get your head on. I that. do agree when it's coming from so far away as well. It's yeah. like yeah. sometimes you can just say a ball's, you know, just happened to land on someone's head. Yeah, it was a decent so p- position, but it wasn't anything where you're like, oh, this is definitely should not going be conceding in. from there. Yeah, should not. Yeah, if my, if you look at the score and it's Mane one 0 you're thinking that's not a set. Piece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Not head. Yeah, not a back post header. A back post header. No, especially not. Ramsdale should have saved that. Yeah. Ramsdale should have saved it. Gabriel should have been closer. There's a lot going on. I think Liverpool want this now. Like they're putting some proper crunch. They also need it. Off the back of that West Ham. Off the back of West Ham, they need it. What's his face? Ramsdale. Yeah, he does. Playing the cheerleader role and all that. Mm. Who, Ramsdale? So when he's going well, it looks really good. Plays the cheerleader. Come on. But when when it's going wrong and he's focused on all that stuff, you just think... It is a bit Joe Hart. Yeah, he's a bit Joe Hart. Joe Hart for England in 2012 and he got penankered. Dope. He was so bad. That clip was so funny. What about the one where he runs behind the goal and goes, come on! Where's that yeah, ball? That's what yeah, that's ball. I was right there yeah. for that. I was literally like, were you him. the ball? Bo- I wasn't the ball. Oh. I wish I was. Yeah. Yeah. But they should let YouTubers be ball boys. 
Yes, you should. Why can't we buy tickets behind, for that? Ben Foster's I mean, Garrett, one of his videos soon. I was a ball boy for the day. I would love that. Or even a linesman. No, they probably No, they probably not. Yes. Well on site. He's like 15. The Bamiyang scores his 15th goal of the day. Didn't see it. Well, do you know what? The commercialization of football. Who knows? <laughs> you know what? Who, Who knows? knows? <laughs> it could be... Oh, lack of I am Alex. It's... Oh! oh. Each, each club is going to sign a YouTuber. Yeah. And have them so as... They have to they, play out They're representative YouTubers. <laughs> so I could guy be Gunnosaurus in five years. Yeah. No, you could be Gunnosaurus. Finally, it's all been building to this. I might be. You wouldn't know. <laughs> Although they did sack that guy who was going to sue us recently, didn't they? Did, I, yeah, I thought the I was all furloughed. It was pandemic, on a ridiculous yeah. amount of cash, though. Is was it? Yeah, it was pay as you play deal. It was stupid. Oh, is that the Achilles? Nah. Uh oh. Oh, here we go. Come on, Mikel, <laughs> chime in. <laughs> Who's that? Is that you know that Sambi guy? He got all the way up to Mardi, and therefore he went. Ah, <laughs> no, you're wrong. than I thought. Actually. What? Why did you do that for? <laughs> <laughs> I always find it very funny. You know when fans, you know when fans invade the pitch and they're like furious and they run up to the players as if they're going to whack them, and as they get closer and closer, they're like, "Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> he's an athlete." He's an athlete. Yeah. Ah. Uh, <laughs> the where, where you've got a fan who goes for a selfie, and as they, a... they they try and slow down and they slip and train. Yeah, yeah. In their idol, and that's one of my favourite moments. Yeah. Oh. Oh, he's got booked for it. I had that moment when I uh, celebrated with Fellaini and Ashley Young, didn't it? It's a shame that your iconic photo celebrated. Yeah, it's really... Like, when you think of the icons that have played more. for Manchester United, you've been really unlucky. I know. I always think that. I look at the photo and think, that could be like gigs and skulls or... Well, maybe not gigs now. That could be like... No, it could have been... <laughs> basically, any, you've, you've kind of picked... Oh, you've managed oh, to get it with the worst. You've managed to get it with, like... Well, I've got another one at iconic. Palace where... I don't know, mate. McTominay it's and Lukaku and Pogba and that, and I'm right behind him. So it's, it's all right. Lukaku's good and Pogba's good. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you just want to hear a little bit of the Ollie post-match? Oh, always. Nah, nah, nah. Always, so, yeah. yeah. Please. The, Let's analyse his tone first. We were just... I was just laughing and smiling. Yeah, and exactly. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Sorry, but what this a roll is... We'll order some milkshakes. Roll it on. What you can say now after... An all too familiar story of poor performance and a heavy defeat. Well, there's not a lot, uh, not a big point saying too much uh, about it, apart from, you know, we didn't handle the first half at all. Second half nailed it. Yeah, I've fought in the first half and we, let, we allow them to get into our box too easy. Yeah. And that's, Ooh, uh, that's costly when you've got a direct and a physical team like Watford. And you don't know what you're doing with that's the ball or without the ball. part of it, we'd never... Uh, never got on the ball either. Second half yeah. is so much better. Uh, yeah, I think we nailed it. We create four or five, six big chances. Yeah, and scored them so all. If we give ourselves a mountain to climb, you you just can't catch two goals in, in the Premier League. Nah, I think of the positives on what it. About <laughs> much better. He likes the cliches like me. He start. What about Steve, the other two? You know, Steve Bruce. He started doing press conference consultation. Yeah, we just couldn't get a bit of luck to get those that, goals in. That's bang on. I that's think straight I think out of the point, Bruce Jeff Steve should just went to. Him. Looked at him and gone, let's not do this into you. Because yeah. I think that's what you get. It's like with IFL when TV a man and, just um, needs to be put out of his misery. And Anthony just... Joshua, when afterwards he keeps going, you're right. <laughs> After every answer, he's going, you sure you're okay? He goes, yeah, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk more action. Yeah. As, as yeah, yeah. AJ would say. That's, what that's actually what Ole Gunnar Solskjaer should say. Yeah. Let's talk more action. Do you think they've thought about that? Like getting any inspirational speakers in or someone like that? You know? No. No. That's your manager supposed to be that, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know, but then there are some, yeah. <laughs> Calf, you can maybe bring one in for a cup final and that, but not for a Watford away. Ladies and gentlemen, Sir Alex Ferguson. <laughs> yeah, every week. <laughs> we got Sally <laughs> Williams and Man 99 boys. 
Fuck it. Tell the story. We did this story. last week. Tell the story about 99 again. <laughs> the one where I'm in it. The one Tough time. Um, Tough time. Liverpool are 1 0 up. Laugh, I'll cry, man. What you've all been waiting for at halftime, guys. The two heavyweights of YouTube going head to head in an entertainment versus. I thought they were having a fight. Are we going to promote that? Uh, oh, these two? Yeah. Yeah. Boxing match. That is why. Uh, I'm not. I'm those big well. sumo suits. He's got a six pack. I'm going nowhere near anyone who's got a six pack. <laughs> big drinker, are Chris. Uh, <laughs> Loves the beers. So, for those who don't remember, there was a little Twitter spat, a Twitter beef, as they say in um, Boovie Land. It's fair to say, I don't know if Rory really knew who Chris was at that time. I actually didn't realise that it was Rory when I was quoting the oh. as well. I just thought it was like some football journalist. Didn't know oh. you were either. And then yeah. Yeah. I got the, the feeling. <laughs> as a proper oh, that didn't know you it. were either, no. mate. No, no, I, I knew who you were. I just didn't. Yeah. No, it was you. I knew who you were, Rod, Roddy. Yeah. No, um. So I actually did. You thought then, it was Rory Smith. Is that what you thought it was? Yeah. And yeah, then I saw the is, kickoff episode with um, and you just seemed very aggressive. So I was, no, it was all good though. <laughs> um, what was made it? me well, laugh? Well, I'm, I've got the tweets here. I'm not going to read every word out, but um, basically, Rory criticised Bielsa. <laughs> as getting credited after getting one up six two. Um, and Chris basically made the point of, you know, we pay a lot of money to sit and watch entertaining football. That is sort of the point of it rather than a Mourinho 1-0 bore, uh, boring game. So um, that's why the rest of the league is applauding Bielsa's style of football. And that then led to sort of a bit of a debate as to... Um, I don't know, like what what football, is, what the point of it is. You know what I mean? Like, and and for Rory, it seems like you've been more of the Chelsea winning mentality, and that's what I'm, what I want from the game. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally concede as well. Like to Chris's point, there is a place for both. There is a place for entertainment. But what I found that's very weird, now, but when I when it, what I found very weird, particularly around <laughs> the time of my tweet there, is Leeds United had just been battered. A huge game for them. They, you know, they're playing Manchester United, the first time they've been in the Premier League. They're playing against their serious rivals. Mm. It's Ward of Roses, Yorkshire, Lancashire. Like, it's a big deal. And they haven't turned up. They haven't turned up and they've been battered 6-2. And the narrative around that walloping was full credit to Bielsa for having his philosophy and sticking to his philosophy. And Because the, they did look good in spells in that game. Yeah, to a degree. Yeah. But, but if, you, if you read the reports, you would have thought they won 6-2. And I was just like, what, I, what's I going actually, on here? I really enjoyed the memes around that time as well. Anytime Leeds got battered by someone, it was just, Leeds have lost 6-0 today, but my kid, weren't they good to watch? Yeah. And it was just yeah. like, it really actually enjoyed that side of it. But no, I, I agree. It's just, I think I was like, if you, Leeds tried, Leeds don't have a plan B really. And it's just kind of refreshing to see a team try and like, Play Leeds football. know that if they sit back, then they're not going to beat United. So I was like, well, as, as long as, you know, like if they were going to lose... 3-0 or they were going to lose 2-0 like you'd rather lose 6-2 as a football fan yeah. someone who likes no players, I think I think for, you know. for in terms of like entertainment as uh, uh, with my with regard to my club anyway I don't really care about the entertainment because I find I find winning entertaining so uh, you know when, when people talk <laughs> about, I guess when, as an Arsenal fan it's either lose entertainingly or <laughs> lose or, depressingly. <laughs> so I've just got used you've to got, it over the last it. five yeah. years. Whereas I would always, you know, people would always say, I think Mourinho is used, isn't it? The Chelsea Mourinho team is seen as being the beacon of functionality. Firstly, I would say that's not strictly true. There was a lot of beautiful football mm. played. And when you've got players <clears> like Joe Cole and Damien Duff and Arjun Robin, you are obviously going to play some nice football. But there was an element of conservatism to it. But that was brilliant. 
you know, going away to Blackburn, Blackburn Rovers and winning 1-0 and grinding it out. I find a beauty in that. I find a beauty in a 50-50. I find a beauty in the more hateful stuff of football. Oh, okay, so for example, and this is not the debate, but let's say you had a choice of winning a Premier League title playing the most fucking boring football possible or finishing in the top four and winning an FA Cup and having a great run in Europe or whatever, but not winning Europe, but being more entertaining. But you get, so the, the bigger trophy, boring, but the great football, great experiences. Yeah, mate, for me, there's just no question here. There is just absolutely <clears throat> no question. I don't I think there's no question. You're enjoying the games a lot more. So that 90 minutes, rather than watching dull, depressing, grinding football, you're getting that fluent, attacking football. And yeah, sometimes you might lose 5 4, but then you're going on a ride, and every, every game feels like you're, you've a, got your popcorn out you every game. There's a, there's a wider debate here. And the debate is in a sort of existential sense. What is football to you? Do you want <laughs> do you want entertainment from football? Is that is that what you're in it for? Are you in it as a uh, well, as a spectator? Well, I personally feel like this is directly um, a resultant of your two experiences as fans of your two clubs because Chelsea are winners. Yeah. That is what they're there to fucking do, and they've proved yeah. it. And it ain't about how we win; it's about winning. Whereas. Yeah. I think with Arsenal, a lot of their fans, as with Newcastle, when, with our mm. memories, yeah. we look back and think, oh, that was some good football, wasn't it? We don't look back and go, I mean, Arsenal do have trophies, but still not as many as Chelsea, for no. example. And I guess maybe that's why you guys come at it from a totally different angle. I, yeah, I looked I at it true. from a different angle, though, where like, I understand if it's your club being able to go, I want a better brand of football, like... Whether it's successful or not, I understand. If an Arsenal fan watches Arsenal and goes, this football's crap under Emery, or Chelsea under Rafa, or whatever, you just don't like it. You guys with Steve Bruce, not that you were winning, but I get it when you go, I don't <laughs> like this brand of football, we need to change it. Like, yeah. it needs to start. I hate when it's, it's non-fans of clubs going, oh, their football's crap, they should do this and that. It's like... What is it to you, bro? They're not here to entertain fans of other clubs. Like when other, club, when, other when other fans say Burnley should play yeah, yeah, better like, football. Why? Who, what is it to you? Stoke should knock it about more. Why should they? It's got nothing to yeah, do. Yeah. <clears throat> first of all, they wish they could, and second of all, what is it to you if they don't like? Mm. Because they're not here to entertain other fans of other clubs. Like Leeds, like maybe you're sitting there going, Leeds are great when they're getting their pants pulled down six two, but some of their fans are probably sitting there thinking, bloody hell, like mm. this is embarrassing. Do you know what I mean? Like so, I hate it when it's. I get it if it's your club and you're like, I expect... Do you know what, though? These traditions. I think it's what you said about the, the clubs that we support. Because Arsenal, <clears throat> not the Graham era, but certainly, say from Wenger onwards, I think Arsenal fans, and Chris certainly would subscribe to this, having played football with Chris, I know that it, it has an impact on him because he plays, like, plays the game that way. In a He's sort of to lose. In a, no, in a kind of... In a, Arsenal fans, I think, post-Graham, have a tradition and a pride in the way that they have played the game. In the way that Tottenham fans will tell you that they have a style and way they play the game, the expansive game. There is a Tottenham way. I get it. That doesn't exist at Chelsea, really. There isn't a Chelsea way. We, we would never say that. You know? There's a Chelsea man. We would never... <laughs> Correct. <laughs> right. Correct. There Just is. checking. There is a, there is a man, there I, isn't I, a I way. Think, I, I think I know man, yes, way, man no. yes, way, no. Yeah, exactly. I, I yeah. think I know what you're on about because today I had that feeling for the first time in 10 years, maybe more, to be honest, was, was the Newcastle game being on and me thinking... Because normally it's the small wins for Newcastle. It's It's... 
all right, we're clubs going nowhere. We're going round in fucking circles. We may get relegated, we'll probably come back up and, and round and round mm. we go. It never amounts to anything long term. So you have to, and I think Arsenal obviously are a lot higher up, but in a similar sort of state of mind as fans of, we're probably not going to win the league. So where is the win? Where is the mm. enjoyment going to come from? It's that great game where we battered this team or that cup mm. run or what are you trying to look for that? And with Newcastle today, it was the first time where I was like, I don't give a fuck. Win, yeah. win, win, because this may amount to something long term if we avoid relegation because we have actual potential at the club now. And I think with Chelsea, you're just there, but like way further on in the journey yeah. of like, it's all about that. But, uh, all but it, I, it's not I, always enjoyable. You know, you know that attitude. It's not always enjoyable because what happens is some, I'd say some of the best moments I've ever had in football stadiums are when maybe you don't care so much, when the, the desperation to win isn't like when I was in Munich, Chelsea playing the European Cup final. I, I didn't really enjoy myself. No, no, no. It was no, like, no, no, no. I, I felt that today for the first it. time in a long time where I wasn't um, just like, whatever. Like, my football spirit has been murdered by yeah. Mike Ashley, basically. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it came back today and was like, and, and there was the first time where I'd not enjoyed a game in terms of like, it, it affected yeah. my emotions a lot more. Like, normally I'm just sitting there like, whatever, it'll be over soon. Mm. And like, if a good goal scored, like, oh yeah, that's, that's something. But today it was like, I hate this right now yeah. because I feel like there's so much jeopardy there and I really care about what's going on. Exactly, exactly. Weirdly, painful that. But we're also, that we're kind of setting this up as a bit of, um, a, 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 the two things have to go head to head. I think in I modern think priorities is what they were saying. Mm. So and that's why they went head to head. But, but also, should like we, I guess every a lot of fans go through this. But I feel like at Liverpool, I've had the best of both worlds in recent years, and I feel like Man City fans have had the best of both worlds. But that's very rare, isn't it? But that's what I'm saying, though. Is mm. that's why that's the very peak of football more recently. And then I don't really know whether you're entertained by Tuchel's football or not. The, it's it's functional football. You know, we don't concede goals, and and if you don't concede, there's only so much like a lot of the entertainment of a game, when people think of classics and, and, and games that live long in, in the memory, it will often be a 5-4. Tottenham, like if I say 5-4, you'll think of a game. Mm -hmm. If I say 3-0, you probably don't. And that's what Chelsea have done. No, do you know what I mean? Like when you think of like big games, it's because you concede. So Chelsea are firstly brilliant, like dazzlingly brilliant, <laughs> but also functional. Also though, I think Tuchel, sorry, sorry. Tuchel gets the balance so right though. Yeah. And I know there's been a few games that you've lost when you've gone maybe a bit more negative than you mm. usually would. But he chooses the right time to do that. And like, if you look at today, you've gone to a Leicester team, scored three, had four disallowed. And it's like, when, when you get everything right, that good football will That's come. That's what I, I mean, think, though. The we great managers get the balance right mm. at the right time. But and Arsenal were the entertainers, weren't they? they? I, like yeah. The Arsenal team that you would have grown up with were the, probably the best example of brilliant, successful entertainers yeah i think what it's difficult to get into 150 characters my point was like never that i'd rather my team played well instead of winning like of course because there's actually nothing even if it's a one nil win and the other team have 30 shots and you have two That's like brilliant there's it's nothing better. better than that yeah. in football yeah, than winning yeah, yeah. in that scenario <laughs> so i think my point was always just like 
it's nice seeing a team come it's up both playing it, like that. They? Is it not yeah, also? <laughs> is it? What, just, do you know what it is? Nice. Bottled it is shit. And, and I wanted to see them before he <laughs> took <laughs> his faces off. But but somebody saw, hit someone already. <laughs> but Brian sort of nailed it. If it's your identity, it's your club. You love that. So like, if your identity yeah. is to be that club that go, we'll have one shot, we'll score that one goal, and you have thirty-two. Great. But if your if your identity and your goal is to play entertaining football, then you should be praised for that. Mm. In the same. So if your manager's goal, like Bielsa, is to play beautiful football praise the team for that if it is to win and just win the Premier League functionally praise them Jesus, they're, they're going to get relegated beautiful. though aren't they I know, they're going to get relegated but playing the point beautiful is, football I, uh, is there the any beauty is, in getting back no but I, I think the thing was Leeds didn't have a, Leeds couldn't play differently so it was kind of Leeds are going to lose either like, this they can the play best that's bad play. management that's the thing though well. they can play but if got, you play in a way that you know you're going to get your pants pulled down that's stupid. Bro. So, but I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think the reason they're going down is the beauty, though. I think the reason again is down to just Bielsa's football, and, and that's not necessarily the beauty. It's the intensity. <coughs> it's the intensity of the man and the manager and the system and everything around the club. So, it. I mean, historically, his teams burn out. That's not just what they do on the pitch. That's also the culture that he sets up around the club. All those kind of things. So they're just burning out now because last season they played very similar football to what they play now. And if anything, they've kind of added to that more recently. They've got. I mean, Rafinha's they've, they've also had Bamford out for like Bamford's been out. I mean, so Philip, Philip, is he alive? Well, no yeah. one knows. Well, there's anyone <laughs> he's got yeah. for like a week. Yeah, uh, I, he was in my FPL. You do care, so I do care yeah. quite sorry. a lot. You care a lot about FPL. It's kind of strange. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I've mentioned it. We just have like a there's like a little YouTubers group. Sorry. Oh, okay. so is that something we really of. where there's just, you if you lose is that the thing where like the prize if you lose you have to take everybody for like a very expensive thing well it's just like you know usually you play um fantasy Ooh. league or whatever and like someone quits after two weeks and then the whole thing falls apart so we were like we need to make the stakes high enough that it people are actually going to care no one's going to drop out and you're legally bound to pay for a meal for everyone that's very is good that on a weekly basis legally bound well not legally but you know how often I, I remember when um, I, was, it, it, no 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 it's, it's across the whole season you know, so at the end of the yeah. season they did one for the Euro I remember, uh, I think, uh, the Maybe. night of the first game of the Euros, I ended up with Chris and a few others, and they, they were taking it so seriously because, <laughs> <laughs> because whoever ended up bottom of this fantasy league around the Euros <coughs> had to take... Maybe a dozen people, a dozen fellas, imagine, like, drinking or whatever. Good podcast. Two... To a uh, restaurant of their two, West like, London, one of the one nice of the one of those Mayfair myself. restaurants, yeah. proper dear, in a private First room. I've not known him nor the fucking name of one. Of no, no, I, didn't know, <laughs> I don't know where they went. Well, the I, I don't know. He I don't just, know where they just, went. He, he, it's indiscriminate. They just go take us to West London. They get out the cab and just stumble into Stop. anywhere. And Rory's there, say the famous West End. Break the news. Break the news. Ollie's gone. Ooh, Ollie's gone. Train. No, surely not. What are you doing that for? Not yet. Because we've got a word from our sponsors, Free Trade. Oh. Free Trade, head free for the breaking news. Stick around. Head to freetrade.io forward slash TG if you really love breaking news, because there's always breaking news on the stock market. Uh, if you enjoy trading and you're a beginner or you're an expert, then you're going to love this app. It's Free Trade. They're supporting us for the entire season and beyond. Great guys, really good people to work with, great functionality on the app. So head over there. You can get yourself share worth up to £200. And also, Look into pensions and stuff like that because it's quite important. Remember, Problem. it is your capital that's at risk because it's your capital that you're investing. Your investment may go down as well as up and you might not always make a profit on your investment. But that is the nature of investing. Think about the long term, not the short term. Roblox going well Roblox, yeah. they did a deal with Nike this week. You see it? No, actually. Balling. Really? <laughs> right. Yeah, nearly made up all that money. I like the shares. No one's no one's acting desperately. Hey, it's working. So it's working for him. now back to that. Uh, do we want to wait for Rory for the breaking <coughs> news or? Nah, fuck him. Okay, <laughs> breaking news around the table. 
Wait, what? Oh, no, I thought you knew. Oh, I do, yeah. Manchester United have convened an emergency board meeting this evening at seven o'clock. This is news by the Times, seven by the way, so it's a record. To work out Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's compensation, should we say, uh, in return for him leaving the club and to fast track Zinedine Zidane. Really? Wait, wait, genuinely? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <coughs> this is a juicy day of work. Chris has already uh, put a couple of tweets together. He's going to be tweeting some stuff out. If he gets Zizou, yeah, I'm straight on the Champions League. Is coming train, you know. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. Like, yeah, it'd be fun to watch you guys uh, put your ideas up in uh, in Europe just and just anywhere, really. Christmas cake. Be fun. It would be. You know what? I actually think that would be the greatest concentration of managers ever. Isn't it really together. weird how much success Zidane's had, but yet you still go? Mm. Could he do it? Could he do it? Is he really that good? Wet he like, do you know what I mean? You, the physicality of the Premier what is it? League as a manager. He, he pussied out when he got invited as a player to the Premier League, didn't no, he? No, but what is it? He pussied out. About he Zidane that makes you out. think like that. He pussied out. He was literally a Blackburn Rover. I was thinking about signing in the Juventus <laughs> off at the moment. Uh, apparently, um, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> that's literally what happened. Apparently, Gerard Houllier wanted him as well. For no, but uh, <laughs> Shearer once said he was at the training ground and they were all like, Zizou, bloody hell. This is our team we're building. They just fell through out of nowhere. He was like, oh, fuck, that could have been the next. 10 goals a season for me. Um, so Zinedine Zidane, mate. That's the uh, that's the one. Seven o'clock the night, Oli will be uh, sacked, apparently. Really? Yeah, and it'll be Zinedine Zidane they go for. They go well, for the Zidane. meeting's at seven o'clock. It says they're trying to go yes, for Zidane. That's, that's a really good chat. The email's being written up as we speak. That's, that's they go, the answer. I've just I, had the update. I love that they're going, we should fast track Zidane. And they went, yeah, can you fast track something that's not happening? Is that like yeah. a thing? <laughs> yeah. Zidane, do you know what's yeah, annoying? Get that stat. <laughs> yeah. do, do, you know, do you know what feels very annoying? And, and you know, we've, we've made it clear quite how much we've enjoyed the plight of Manchester United. I feel like, I feel like this It'll could be the move here. Yeah. I feel like they've got it yeah. right. If, if it ends up being Why? Zidane. But do you know Brendan Rodgers replies back first? Well, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Well, let's, let's take this one step at a time, no, guys. I do like that. To Rory, I ask you, why is Zizou the right man? Because what I don't and understand... I will stop calling him Zizou, I yeah. promise you that. What I don't understand with, right with Zidane, now? there seems to be a, a question mark over his managerial acumen. There seems to be genuinely people exploring... There, I don't know if he's... Were you watching reason. the kickoff of he's, the toilet? He's... What, <laughs> no, why? Who <laughs> But no, but there is that. There is that because yes, no, but people he, he, do it. But the reason but, I don't understand it is he's won three Champions Leagues in a row, and people want but, to question but, it. But, but what happened was is when he when he retook over at Real Madrid, <laughs> when he didn't have that amazing side. I swear he won the league when he took him back over. <laughs> I've, and did he? But, but and he swear he won the league. He did. He won the league when he, he went back. All oh, right, okay, but, but they I, let him go though, didn't they? But he, but he, he won the Champions League three three times. Think about what I'm saying here. Are we I think talking we about when he, re, when he retook over? He, he won the league when he went back there. He won the league when he went back. But just, hit, like, I think that we say these things and they don't necessarily, like, compute. Lads, three Champions Leagues in a row. Do you know, like, that is amazing. One Champions League, uh, for any manager, is iconic. The Geese won it three times. Pff, amazing. Three times in a row. Quite no, a different culture. Here's the thing, Rory. It's bad. I'm, I'm, bad. I'm, I'm not disagreeing, uh, you oh, know, geez. with you oh. at all. Oh, Jesus. Um, as good as, as Liverpool are on the attack. No, um, but he did it with one of the best sides we've ever seen in the last 20 years as well. And I'm not that. He was a big part of that, obviously. Um, but he'd inherited that from Carlo Ancelotti. Ancelotti perfectly like made that transition with him. He had Ronaldo in his prime. Yeah. Gareth Bale was fully fit and scoring goals in finals. And, Maybe 10 pieces and, 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 and almost the entire team was world class. The reason Man United fans will be a little bit 
nervy if this happens is that the, re the Man United team, they're miles away from that. So when you've got a world-class player as a manager now who was working with world-class players, that could be a match made in heaven. But as we've seen with people like Roy Keane, when a world-class footballer turns into a manager and then takes over average players, or some average we players and some world-class players, Manchester United's squad is very good. It is very good, but all I'm saying is, is like... They've also got Ronaldo it, it, as well. He'll also be promising. This is this is still a challenge for any manager. It's a challenge, 100% yeah. challenge. It's a league that he doesn't know. He's never played in or managed in. But <coughs> that Real Madrid side before he took over, whilst, because we look at it now and we go, they won three Champions Leagues and... At the time, I remember that team was getting massively, massively questioned just before Zinedine Zidane won it. And he turned them into a solid team. So I, I, I kind of, I do sit in that bit where I'm not quite sure whether Zidane's just amazing or had an amazing run. But even if you but have an amazing team, Pep Guardiola had an amazing team as well. And, and, it, and I do think our team's like better than what we're seeing. Like Manche we're so much better Manchester than what we're United's problems. Manchester United's problems are almost totally tactical it isn't the personnel the personnel are really good the players at his disposal mm. are really good mm. the problems are tactical the problems are at management level <laughs> what's going on by the way so, so another save for Ramsdale there Chris MD watch this oh every time my something God. goes wrong for Liverpool Liverpool get a shot and it doesn't go in Chris goes no, okay, no, that's happened once. I don't want this it's to become a thing. That is unfair. Oh, wow, I don't want it to become a thing. It's so, uh, to back that, uh, to back the Zidane, um, like, he was left a kingdom by Ancelotti. Ancelotti won the Champions League. The following year, yeah, he didn't, and then Zidane took, took over. So it wasn't like this team wasn't capable of winning a Champions League and Zidane made it happen out of nowhere. I'm not trying to take away from it. Three in a row is just insane. Pep has been waiting for a Champions League for fucking over a decade now, whatever yeah. it is, and he's had everything thrown at him to make it happen. It still hasn't made it happen. So I'm never going to take anything away from him. But it is going to be interesting to see how a guy like Zidane looks at midfielders like Matic and McFred and goes, fuck me, what the hell is this? You know what I mean? It will I be an eye-opener. Like, le league titles are, are much more impressive than Champions League just because of knockout football and the sort of randomness that's associated with going through each round. I, I think what, what knockout football does three. show, though, which is something that Manchester United have yeah. lacked a bit more recently, <laughs> is the ability to make a team focus and the ability to find, like... I'd, if it was an individual, you call it the flow or, I think or whatever it is. mental strength, team. personally, exactly. which is why I looked at Liverpool the way, um, the, with, the, with the respect we did when they got the two finals back-to-back. -back is because over the course of a season when you've got everyone outgunned the way Man City have done in, in the last five years, um, you know... Oh, my God. We keep... What the oh, hell? Oh, oh, my yes. God. Oh, what a goal. What a fucking goal. Oh, that was a terrible... Sorry, who was that? <laughs> He's just, we've just conceded that that was just <laughs> punched I'm me. sorry. I didn't mean to. I thought it was Booby. Who was that? Him. Was, Who's that? Tamarez. Jota's Sorry, in my... Sorry, Chris, um, we will compensate. I can't, I can't, I can't believe... Well, Jota's in my... Do you know what he tries to do here? Watch what he does. He tries to bully Alexander-Arnold and does bully him, in fact, and then just makes a total and utter incompetence. So actually what That's he... the press, though. It what was he, so what, what he did was do the worst thing you can do in a press, which is try and just run through it. Guess what? My favourite bit about it is the no, way no, he <laughs> jogs back as he does he, as uh, as Jota rounds what the What a keeper. beautiful goal. The lad who's given the ball away to him. Is it Tavares, yeah? Yeah. Uh, he's just jogging like, oh, no. Even Thomas, though, he's on his back heels there. I know we can't do nothing yeah, by that yeah. point, but it's like... 
Your wall's going to party hard, I suppose. Okay, so to, to, the, po- to the point about uh, tournament football, it, it shows big game management and Zizou has that in abundance. And tactical awareness as well to change the different... It, yeah, it's a lot more about that one-off game where you can outdo the opposition and you can't just rely on the course of a season. <coughs> we got the better players, that will tell over the whole season and the pressure management is something that Zidane clearly is good at. Um, also swagger, by the way. I mean, he just looks good. No, but I, I mean, in, in terms of this, that Real Madrid team, I know he had some real arrogant guys in there, yeah. but when you look at the arrogance that you must operate with when Zizou says, Zidane, says to you, with it. I like it when Zizou says to you, hey, you've got this, uh, there is an element to that where, uh, you know, when you watch young players under him, you think, wow, that young guy's really well, reacted well. Exactly, like a silent So, so that Real Madrid yeah. team all had giant egos. We're talking about Sergio Ramos, Cristiano Ronaldo, huge players. There's also Vinicius though, and people I like that. Yeah, well. but I'm just saying Zidane would look at them all and go, do you know who I am? Yeah. Like, Zidane I really as well, care. I think he's a bit disrespected by like modern day football because people don't, talk about him as how good he was really like back in the day it wasn't messy run out you'd be like you know someone does something cool on a football pitch you'd be like you've turned into Zidane yeah. now it's you've turned into Messi you've turned into Ronaldo whatever like I definitely agree you've seen Pochettino at PSG just oh not sorry not Pochettino um uh, Emery and Tuchel at PSG struggling with <coughs> Neymar like Zidane absolutely smashed you know Bale Ronaldo, mm. da, da, da. so mm. I do feel like there's I'd be interested to see big, what he could do with the likes of, of Jaden Sancho because I think in those players you have people that that will will be obviously respectful of what is achieved but also they've got so much more to prove to a new manager and even Paul Pogba linking up with Zidane that, that, that could be the one yeah. thing that saves Ronaldo Paul Pogba again. I'm talking about his entire career because in my opinion his name is is so much worse than where it was when he came to Man United. Like, it's, it's just been damaged so Is this bad. fair yeah. to say that one of the biggest deficiencies of all of the Manchester United managers that have had the responsibility <coughs> of Pogba is that none of them have got him playing to his full potential? No. And if Zidane gets him playing to his full potential, that immediately That's elevates the whole maker. club. I think it's... Uh, I hate when people... Say, I, I agree that Paul Pogba hasn't been the Paul Pogba we know he can be week in, week out for his whole time. I, I totally agree. But when people say... He's been a like because it's remember seasons where he's been our best player for a lot of the time. But that was it. Last season, he was amazing. It's it's like no no one's saying he hasn't been good. No, no, I know what you're saying. It's that long term thing with him of like, God, if he could get him playing for a full season, you guys like that, that could put you within touch and distance of a title alone, let alone people like Sancho and Martial. Because Martial, another player who we've seen, has. Levels highly rated in France as well. He gets picked for the mate, squad every Mate, every he's got squad. a Ballon d'Or clause in his contract. <laughs> but, but that was for, that was because he looked so promising, and has oh. obviously you know deteriorated massively again. Like a lot of them, there's so much talent in that team. So I think it could be a great signing, but it's like give it, 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 it Zidane is, Dan is the answer. Like whether whether it works out or not. Time, right will, now, time will it's tell. It's the one that but makes the most yes, sense. Exactly. Zidane is the answer. Yeah. Whatever, but, Rory's right. You know the timeline around Madrid. more sense than Kante, more sense than Rodgers, more sense than holding on to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Ten Hag? More sense... More sense than Ten Hag ten, immediately. Ten, ten Hag's a bit Immediately, wrong. yes. But Ten Hag, if we're at the end of the season, I'm probably 50-50 on both. This so is a man who's got more Champions Leagues than Sir Alex Ferguson. And he's... Barely been managing long. What I will say that's is... Like you said, give me 10 pieces of wood and Zidane here. We need a Champions League. Really? We have literally got 
What I will will say is when when Zidane came in at Real Madrid, um, I know, Brian, you made the good point. I I think it was, oh my God, Mo Salah's just turning an Arsenal player inside out. Maitland-Niles tackled him for the record. (laughs) (laughs) It was almost like when he saves, wasn't it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For the record, record, he was tackled, actually. Oh, no, not like this. Oh, he's tackled the spinning ball. Ah! Ramsdale. What a double save. Joel Hart, 2.0. What, what I will say is, uh, yeah, Mo Salah could have gone down there. Didn't. Very yeah. dangerous. <laughs> he could have. Um, you guys were lucky there. He didn't go down. Um, the point is, he took over from Rafa Benitez post-Ancelotti. Uh, and Rafa Benitez had had about 25 games. And it was a, a similar kind of feeling around Real Madrid that they were sort of ghosting at the time and didn't quite know where they were going, that Benitez had sort of not really got the dressing room on side and that there were doubts about the squad, those kind of things, but that they could do better. There's a similar feeling now at Manchester United where there's like a lot of good players that need a rudder. And yeah, you're bang on. Yeah, because the talent was clearly there at Real Madrid. The talent's clearly there at Man United now. But the guy in control oh. isn't getting the best out of them. Liverpool, Liverpool's are really it's going for the jugular now. Oh, 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 oh got a touch of a You know what it is? I know we make a lot of jokes on that about this Arsenal keeper, oh, Ra- so Ramsdale. But, we um, have lost the ball so many he, times. He's a ballsy football, kid. Like he's, He bad. throws himself into tackles mm. uh, when people are coming at him and studs up. He's taking one in the gut or something on the nuts, maybe. If you're a... If you're a Manchester United fan now, off the back of what happened at Vicarage Road, oh, you're just desperate. I think this, is, I think this is the best possible oh, news that you can have, yeah. apart from getting a milkshake. But <laughs> once you've got your milkshake, this is the best news you can have. It feels like it's a perfect fit. It feels like it's the answer. Of course, there's question marks. There's always going to be whoever you bring in. But in terms of probably being the right answer, annoyingly, I think this is. And to quote Rory Jennings, think of the glamour. Yeah, man. Zizou in a suit, Prestige. turning up, owns the place. Yeah, the last time I came here, we hammered you lot in the Champions League when you were at your best. Zinedine I own this Dan. place. Yeah, there is a man who knows how Respect to treat me. a lady. Yeah. <laughs> Respect me. He would know how to treat a lady. Because he would look at his mother's honour when he exactly. cracked him. Exactly. Well, no, no, do you know that, that's what I loved about Zidane as well, though, is it wasn't just skill and technique and grace on the ball. He had that nasty yeah, streak to him. You have to have. People used to I love say that about <laughs> Bergkamp, but Zidane was like that on fucking... Bergkamp yeah. didn't have a Another nasty left, bro. The only nasty was in his pants when he went looked at an aeroplane. No, 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 no. He no nasty streak. I didn't mean to throw Bergkamp under the bus. Bergkamp was filth. As long as he's not a plane, he's all right. But no, you're You can't tell me... Dennis Burkamp, you can't talk about him alongside them, man. If you can't no, no. on a plane, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you've got a game in two days and you've got to travel far, he's not going. So is he really down for the course? Bur- he's hard, though. Burkamp was hard, man. But actually, uh, you know, Zidane, if, uh, we're talking about how good was he as a footballer while we're on the subject. I'd say top five players I've ever seen in my life, uh, yeah. Zidane. Like, some of the things he would do, and, and the, the thing I like about him the most is a lot of players, they look amazing and then they lose their speed. Mm. Michael Owen, there's, there's loads of them. And they lose half a yard. We were having a conversation about how great Jack Wilshire was back mm. in the day, and then after mm. injuries, he lost his pace, and what happened to him. Zinedine Zidane was never that fast. He never relied on anything but his brain Mate. and his strength. And the the he, way he moved the ball for a big man, it was yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. unbelievable. Mate, we we'll just and think about, you know, you know what he did for France? <laughs> France 98, he won them the World Cup. He Single-handedly. Won, he won his country, <clears throat> the World Cup, in his <clears throat> home <clears throat> country. Just like, have to amazing. say, R9, look, don't, some people don't do stuff to R9 then. R9. No, but I'm, I'm just trying to give the flowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, 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 I'
Oh, mashed yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, uh, but Zidane, the way he controlled, nice. like <laughs> I, I've got this like mental picture of when Zinedine Zidane received the football on a pitch, he knew what the fuck was going on. He's and like every, a ballet he, dancer. He, um, he just, he just turned he with it. Yeah, like a so few seconds. He knew what was yeah. going to happen in a few seconds. I don't know if I've seen anyone be able to employ the outer step over better than him. You know, like on a step over, go outwards and back in. Yeah, Nobody could employ that trick better than him yeah a truly a truly and, and, sensation and, and, the, and the champions league final goal on the volley oh at hamden park man at hamden park oh, it was amazing on the wrong the, foot outside the, the wrong box foot. yeah my god foot. proper galactico it's a real galactico yeah. and this is this is what i mean and this is what i don't understand you know like to just bring it full circle back to manchester united his managerial as a player we're all in harmony right we all think he's amazing and, and totally agree top five top ten whatever you want to call it but he's that i don't understand how we don't have the same appreciation and generosity to his management. I just think it's a sensational record. Do you think it's because record. of the, early, the link with Ronaldo? It's still early in his managerial Three career. That's the mad thing is, though. Bro. Man, how many years has the guy been managing? Around six, seven? Three. Half of those, he's won Champions Leagues. Three in a row and then went, back there, and, and went back there and won him the league. Mate, it's amazing. Do you this think it's because of a little bit of how people look at Pep's Champions League win? They yes, go, oh, well, definitely. Definitely, yeah. He's kind of saying, definitely. oh, it was Ronaldo. And that's, and that's why Man United makes a great, a great project for him. Maybe you look at it and go, right, we've got a massive club, massive fan base. We've got some very good players in the team and we've got a legacy that's crying out to be rebuilt there. I can go over. If I win that league and I start getting them Champions Leagues, I'm the guy. He is like, the guy already, yeah. yeah. I, I also think you. he's a guy to actually... Do you remember when Ali tried to like kind of rest Ronaldo and all that? And it's kind of like, I think he gets that because of the relationship they've got, I think him and Ronaldo would just be... Like a unit. Uh, and, and, and there'd be no question. You know, this is the thing with Solskjaer. It's from day one, Solskjaer was nicknamed the caretaker. He was made fun of. There was always that lack of respect in the media. Even, it was all over the place. No one ever looked at him as the boss. When Zinedine Zidane turns up, no one ever, no one treats him anywhere near the same way because A, the three Champions Leagues, the playing career, the look of the guy, the way he carries himself... It, no one's going to question him. None of those players are going to have to... You'll never once in your life see Bruno Fernandes stood behind Zidane going, it's us two. Mm. No, none of that shit. So you, they, they did that for Solskjaer because it was like... I even think that, you know... That, that shows how they feel. That undermines the manager. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. Because that makes you feel... that I don't want my players to feel sorry for me. You yeah. know one of them ones? Like... That, that to me says he's feeling sorry. What for they're right trying now. to do I is go. Yeah, I know you don't respect him as a leader, so I'm going to try and help him, you know, or whatever. Like that ain't happening. Zidane doesn't high five. Zidane, 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 does he? Zidane doesn't yeah. high five you leaving the pitch. No, no, nah, nah, not nah. at all. Headbutt, yeah. yeah, there's. But he don't. No, he don't high five. You need. Here's the thing. You, as a manager, that you need a, an element of Culture. that, like that fear factor. Yeah. And Klopp has it. You know, all the top managers have it where they can look at you a certain Neil way. Neil Warnock has it. Even even you were saying though about the way Arteta. Uh, looks in, in his eyes you know what I mean like yeah. you need a little bit of an Presence. edge and Zidane has that in fucking spades so Presence, I'm, I'd be excited if they appointed him it's yes, a shame move Arteta from that conversation but, can I just <laughs> say about, by, by the way is the top seven Pep twice Pop, is that the greatest concentration of football management ever Ever. Yes. What do you mean? I already so it is in the Premier League look at the Tuchel, Premier League Klopp, oh, Pep Guardiola oh, yeah, yeah. Zidane it was Rogers, before Arteta, Arteta. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, I think yeah. as well the, football the role of a football <laughs> manager has changed over the years. Anyhow. It's very different now to what it was twenty years ago as well. So kind of hard they're to say. they're all coaches now. That's why. Yeah. Or like, you know, they're responsible for for building the philosophy of the club and then you know delegating that to their coaches to implement. Like 
before it was you've got to run everything. Now they don't have to do it. They can almost all focus on football. And that's when it becomes a problem. I think Ali's tried to go in there and he's probably got things right in terms of, you you know, the club and, you know, the tea lady and all that stuff that they like to talk about but ultimately does Zidane know what a tea club, lady is you know what I mean like, from Madrid, you know what I mean when I'm saying that like he's got it's culture he seems to have gotten and changed the culture that. for the best outside of the football team but in terms of inside the football team that hasn't the bad news for you is and I think this caps the conversation well Zidane's wife Veronica doesn't want to live in Manchester she won't have to the world becomes a very small place when you're that wealthy really so what does anybody that lives in the UK Want really want to be here? Oh. Like, do you know what I mean? This guy just came back from uh, where? What was it? Barbados. Yeah, like, does anyone really want to be here? It's not just the grade, guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they don't know what grade. So. It's not it's just the colour. It's not just the colour we put on your screens. Um, you, so they we, do know what grade is because believe me, I've had that critique quite a bit. Let, so. Let's talk to... Um, That's booby in to, the comments. To Rory about Chelsea. You, obviously... Big. Top of the league, mate. Love and life. Top of the league, yeah. I mean, it's a huge, huge win. Because I was slightly worried about today. Leicester have been a thorn in our side. We played Leicester now four times this year. But going into today, we played them three times this calendar year. They'd won two of the three. Mm. They've also been the end of a lot of our managers. Uh, Jose Mourinho went to the King Power. That was his last <coughs> game for Chelsea. Frank Lampard went to the King Power. That was his last league game for wow. Chelsea. So it's, it's been a problem for us. Obviously, they beat us in the cup final. Um, and I, I just didn't expect us to win as convincingly as we did today. I was worried. Firstly, I've, you know, I've been banging the drum about the deficiencies in Brendan Rodgers and they were amplified today. They were terrible. They're all over the place. They really are. I must admit but that we that is good. quite shocking what's going on while, while we're on it. Because Shock, shocking to some. They're, they're, shocking to some. <laughs> well, they are 12th in the league now. And, and for all you, you've criticised Rodgers or not bought into the hype, as you might say, they've never started a season this bad under him to my memory no they haven't it, they, they definitely they, haven't. No. and you know you look at them still sort of Vardy still up front and all of that and it, it, you think and where's the where's the direction here from him what, because <coughs> they just fell short he got Champions it wrong today tactically as well he tried to mimic our system uh-huh. oh my he got God. it wrong by doing that he tried to mimic he kind of went 3-5 which is what we do and, uh, and he, he really got caught out but the other thing that I think was very Impressive from a Chelsea perspective, but if you're Leicester, you're going, what on earth is going on? Chelsea, it's similar to what we've said about this game, actually. Chelsea scored our first goal, just a corner into the box. Antonio Rudiger rises, knocks it in. It should be more difficult mm-hmm. than that. Chelsea, from our perspective, we've probably been working on it in the training ground. Ben Chilwell being booed every touch, whips it in. It was brilliant. He whips it in. Antonio Rudiger rises and heads it in. But and the second goal it should be so much harder. Is, is I mean, the Kante second, second running goal. through and whipping it in like... Mate, what an amazing goal! That yeah, like he's I after the pushcast. Well, like he's not content with being nominated for the Ballon d'Or. He's after the pushcast. Mm. What a goal that was! I mean, weaker foot at his former club. It's amazing, and like uh, that football love and N'Golo Kante. I think that I think people don't necessarily give him the respect that he deserves. I think people don't necessarily acknowledge quite how good he is. I think history will be really kind to him. Yes. You know, in the way that Makaleli. I agree. At the time, perhaps wasn't respected the way he should have been. Makaleli obviously signed for Chelsea. <laughs> Real Madrid got reared. And, uh, <laughs> Sorry, there, there was a shot that was well saved Ramsdale by flapping Ramsdale again. again. We've got to give credit. Like The guy's saving the best he can. He's best he can. But, but look, Chelsea, I think Chelsea now looking really strong. Look, the, it was the, the control that you had over, over a, a, a team that were desperate for the win. Oh, that's a very good and save. Superb you save. know, they could have used this to try and springboard after yes. the two-week break and uh, use were like, no fucking no way. Chance. You knocked and, them into touch. And that first 45 minutes was as good as anything. Game was over. Chelsea 
this season. Game was over. That and first that, and that, that says amazing. a lot about. You wonder about Brendan Rodgers as well, like, like how things are going to go with him because they're, they're, that that chairman and that the family who own them, they're not you know settling for mid table. They're wanting Champions League no, no, uh, football, and he keeps fluttering his eyelids at other clubs. As yeah, well. I know. Who do and you that think can't, you are, mate? That yeah. can't go too well. With remember the way. Uh, Blue Van Man felt about Madison mm. just because he wanted to go like a few times and it's mm. like people don't take kindly to you keep looking to go so he was, he was asked about kind of this in a press conference and, uh, about the Manchester United job and he said uh, like I, I'm kind of paraphrasing because I don't remember the exact quote but he's basically didn't deny that he'd be interested in it but he said there, um, I can't talk about that because well, I'll be going on Solskjaer's in the job the thing I found man, very annoying about him as well is he kind of portrayed himself as being of, like, a loyal character and you think Hang on a minute. Celtic fans, ask them how loyal you are. How do Swansea fans, how loyal do they think you are? Watford fans, do they think you're loyal? Like, you're not, like, say it as it is. Manchester United are a massive club. I'm currently the manager of Leicester. Success. You how loyal the, are you to that? You get the opportunity of managing Manchester United, anyone's going to be interested. Just be frank about it and just be straight. I'm, I, like, to suggest that it wasn't for him or whatever, I just, I just find it, I find him quite a frustrating, flawed character. Um, you think he's taken him as far... Yes, yes, but I do. Maybe it's taken as far as it can, but again, to a lesser extent than Ali, because it's not obviously as bad. But you think he's kind of damaging because, his reputation? Because yeah. 12 months ago, again, I feel like the Liverpool thing kind of has affected him a bit. But 12 months ago, we probably look at him as someone that is building himself up to potentially we, get a job like United. People were questioning, like, how good is he? <laughs> but it, the basic debate was is he a top manager? Or is he a good manager? You know what I mean? Like, that's where he was looked at. This could easily be a, a little bit of a blip for him. Like, there's more data to say he's a good, a good mm. manager than it is that there's... The like, the, the fact that they the didn't guy. finish in the Champions League spot, so it's two years, particularly the first year, is a travesty. It's a travesty. Like, people are, very, people are very generous and they gloss over it and they go, but it's only Leicester. And you think, but expectations from the beginning of the season must change throughout the season. And they had it in the bag. Everybody was saying, who's going to get the fourth spot? Because the first three, Leicester being the third, were sewn up. Turns out, they didn't even, they didn't <coughs> even make I that. I would worry about the Pochettino factor if I was Leicester fans. Like, you look at Spurs. Yes, like, Leicester had a window. They didn't capitalise. Mm. But... The worry is, is if you change the manager and you go in a different direction, you may look back and go, mm, was that the right call? Look, I don't rate Rodgers and I've made that clear. But what I would also say is he took Leicester to their first ever FA Cup, beating Chelsea in the final. He probably, this is, this is pretty much his first significant blip mm -hmm. with that club. I would be inclined to say that they should persevere with him. I don't think they should be talking about getting rid of him yet. I don't, I don't rate him as a top manager at all. But I would also say that it's slightly <laughs> foolish of Leicester to look, at, look for new management in his first blip. Give him an opportunity because you learn things about people when the chips are down. So give him an opportunity to, to make so, something. So, so while we're, we're just uh, finishing on Chelsea, um, one negative out of a great season so far. John Terry's joined Twitter. <laughs> so, yeah. It's my job to get blocked by him in the next few weeks. The last two weeks I've been busy, but the next two weeks I've replied to every tweet about Wayne Bridge or Anton Ferdinand. Okay. He will block But me. the interesting thing is... you think John Terry's uh, tweeting about Wayne Bridge no, and Anton Ferdinand? No, I will That's be. All oh, right, okay. So the interesting thing is I instantly wondered because... John is very active on Twitter, more than me, even. <laughs> really? Way more than me. Way more. Yeah. I literally just True tweet Terry. Out, I tweet out when we're live, True nothing Terry. nothing else virtually. But I wondered straight away, what does Rory think? Because there was a lot of 
cringy stuff coming out and he's a bit of a hero. Can you, I mean, can you fill me in on, because I've only seen what you've put in the group. Okay. So can you tell me some examples of this good stuff and for the people at home? I think there was some <laughs> tattoo. I think people were sending him like pictures of their tattoos, but they weren't the person who'd had it. So I think people were like Googling. Playing with him. Yeah. Playing with him a bit and he was, he was on board. But, but it's... So people were sending pictures of their parents to Hulk Hogan. Yeah, a little, a little, and, and it was like, yeah. uh, will you wish us a happy birthday? And like, uh, like non-Chelsea fans, blatantly not interested in him, just fucking with him and stuff. But, but look, he's, I think on some level, I think it's good that he's on there because it's nice to get feel closer. You know, like the disparity between footballers and fans feels like it's never oh, been bigger. Mate. Oh, oh that's morning is in. So cross. Fast, he's fast enough to... It was yes! a bad touch. Three nil, man, lots. No, what I mean is, I'm happy for Salah today. He's oh. had a really good game. He's looked really good. <laughs> that's a re- Do you no, know? But I thought it, that's it was as if the Mane. game was in the balance. I love that. That's amazing. I wish for I could Mane celebrate there. a third goal like that without conceding three goals to make it a fucking draw. Do you know? How, do you know how fast you have to be to be? Able Sorry, to Chris. I was just celebrating a goal. Good to um, see you, Chris so, MD, everyone. Sorry, so the John Terry thing, right? Yeah, yeah, was the main question in my head. Is how you like this for entertainment? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Chris. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, let me say. I should be laughing at stuff like so, this. So, John Terry clearly has high aspirations to get into management, to be taken very seriously. And before Twitter, you know, you're, you're looking at him thinking, oh, he's doing his sort of apprenticeship at Villa, he's getting all this experience, and, you know, he's maybe looking to make that jump. And then on Twitter, he comes across um, a bit like certain other footballers who try social media, shall we say. And it doesn't come across as the most professional. So it did make me wonder, are you doing a little bit of damage to your image as being taken seriously as that guy? I, I think that with somebody like Terry, considering what he achieved as a player, I don't think that he can do that. I don't think that, I don't think that will be there because I think his time at Villa was seen generally as a success. I would also say that when he was no longer there, it is when it was well played. Oh, oh what a shot. Are we not going to acknowledge that that, that, was a very good that Alisson made a great save and just made it look casual? <laughs> Alisson made it all over. Over the bar. See you later, mate. We will be all over. Or Ramsdale goes, oh, oh. That's a beautiful nutmeg on Fabinho there. And, and uh, uh, fucking Alisson just goes casual. <clears throat> but no, I don't think he could do the damage. I don't think, I don't think so. I think that when, when a job becomes available, a Premier League job becomes available, I think John Terry will certainly be being in. We were in the group chat. We were worrying about this. You what? Well, I'm still worried about it because, I mean, he goes... He's, Who interviews him? Posts a photo of him and, and Roberto Carlos together and just puts, good morning, Nigeria. <laughs> Amazing. He's Obviously, he's in Nigeria, oh, he's, but, oh, right. but it becomes a bit... I'm a bit like, you've got to give me the context of Although, where you are. He also did one about how great the service was on BA. Yeah, he did, yeah. Thank you, British Airways, for a superb flight it. and hospitality. Food, service and staff, excellent as always. Like when, you know when someone buys something from somewhere and then thanks people. Because they're that. a dad. Because they're a dad. <laughs> but, yeah, thanks, night. Thank yeah, yeah. In my head, I'm like, yeah. if you pay 10 grand to go first class, bro, they'll lick your ass. It's also, don't worry about it. Really? If well, not literally, but you know. Oh. In, uh, so the, um, what I do think is a lot of these guys are transitioning into early middle age and some of the people older than them are obviously middle-aged people. So he posted a photo of a biscuit on top of a book and Antonio Conte below put, uh, John, only one biscuit. <laughs> and then John Terry posted that and went, yeah, still getting told off by the boss. Yeah, I can't it? wait for John Terry uh, recording the- himself booing. <laughs> 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 
there was the other one where he just posted a picture of a glass of red wine with like the eyes emoji and a glass of red wine emoji and I'm like drinking then I would <laughs> yeah he drinks with a live love thing, laugh side thing, the, oh he's the, a big drinker the thing that I like oh, about, yes. the thing that I like about this oh is yes Rory's probably screenshot most of these tweets and gone must learn how to tweet more like John Terry because these are actually good tweets. and while we're taking the piss out of him he's going yeah An- another tweets. one here right I'm not even joking right he's on the golf course just yeah. to be original as a love footballer that. and he's uh, he's face uh, he's t- t- easy <gasps> goal 4-0 four, four he's taking nice. a selfie Georgia, you got Joe Hart in goal he's taking a this, selfie Minamino. this is how like I I think the Arsenal results have the made one people biscuit. think we've been playing better what like the whole on? unbeaten run I was expecting when, when I came in today I was like I'm worried for today because this is exactly what I was, uh, I, I was just being humble I thought you guys were going John to Terry also took not. a selfie on uh, a golf course deadpan like this <laughs> and the caption was Beautiful day. <laughs> I'm just like. Do you know? Do you know? What way, I've like just literally biscuit. gone through his recent pictures. This isn't like. This isn't like weeks of research. <laughs> this is like you scroll down five. His last two hours. Yeah. R- R- Rory, does he follow you? Yes. Just be <laughs> that why Rory's quiet. Yeah. Just be careful, then, lads. No, I mean to be to be fair, we're taking the. P- it's like if someone just started on Stephen Gerrard, I wouldn't join it. Yeah. No, that's cool. I know. I get it. But well, I'm. Not we're not stopping. You can't yeah. stop me from yeah, joining exactly. in. Exactly. Yeah. I mean. Rory's actually messaging John right now. Very sorry about what you're watching right now, John. <laughs> sorry about that, Adam Fella. Hashtag He's disrespect. always going on about this stuff. Yeah. Hashtag disrespect. <laughs> Hashtag very sorry. Like, like one of the... One of have the, you got YouTube I have back? been blocked by him in two weeks, I probably should. No, two but weeks, like, two, it two was weeks. like um, a screenshot of another John Terry fake account. And it's, this is not me. <laughs> And ca- block capitals blocked. <laughs> like, and it's just like that alone is what I'm talking so about. Him. It's so Facebook content. That's yeah, what I'm talking it? about. It it is, he, yeah. he's, he's coming across as that dad who's. Do you remember Rooney's old just there. Yeah, he was my favourite. It's not Rooney. quite as bad as Rooney. No one will ever. No one will ever. Rooney's was the best. the goat of football Twitter. I want to run Rooney. to you, Whitney, and all that. Yeah, that's the best one. I want to <laughs> run to you. Feel so bad. That was one of my favourite. What was the other one with someone? No, didn't he say he was going to knock someone out? sandwich. Yeah. You know, you know, one of the funniest things is Brian and I once made. Unreleased video that never got released on a channel where Brian had to do Wayne Rooney's top five tweets. <laughs> do you remember that? Was that when I was in the bed? Yeah. yeah was Wasn't that so weird for you and I to shoot that? We had to shoot that. Yeah. We had such a good me, laugh me, doing it. It was a uh, con uh, from the sidemen uh, behind the scenes stuff. Um, it was very fun. And I, basically, um, at one point, there was something about pants. Bri- yeah, Brian. What did Rooney's tweet about pants or something? Pants? Did he tweet about pants? Uh, I it might, what it about might have been when he was tweeting at 8.30 saying, I hate these 12.30 kickoffs eating pasta in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Oh, also when he obviously says to Rio, pick you up tomorrow morning. Mate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't but he say he was going to knock someone out? No, no, no but, but he's Paint. replying to himself. That's the thing. Yeah, that's that's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. says yeah. something like, I'll put you in a bag. Or, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. replying to his own. And when you he said to a Pierce Morgan, climb out of Simon Cowell's hole, will you? You egg. Brilliant. Yeah, you egg. It's the use of the letter U as well. Yeah. Yeah, He's on a that. Nokia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not 2007 yeah. anymore, mate. You've got to pay 10p for the text so you yeah, get the yeah, word in. Get it right in, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he's not lost his, he's not forgotten his roots. That's what I like no, about yeah. it. Yeah, Rudy's Twitter was mate, the he's hung about Derby as well, hasn't he? Yeah, Derby apparently love him, so, you know. <coughs> mate, I mean, they've been, been so, they've been so done, haven't they? I love how he planted the seed for more nights out when he was like, you know, I've had to spend nights in my office, uh, yeah. you know, researching players, signing players. It's hard doing this. thinking... You defo planted that seed for clean. It's so just get yeah. the later and say <laughs> in the office. The night in the office yeah. tonight. <laughs> it's also just Colleen, Colleen going. Oh yeah, wait. Yeah. All right, you go yeah. back to that. the office. And he sends her the article and he goes. Well, I did say in this article I was yeah. in the office a lot. Yeah. <laughs> 
Signed Alan Cazin <laughs> Richards then. Yeah. What, what, one interesting thing though, uh, about, no. about the John Terry thing, uh, which uh, sort of came out recently, was uh, how Manchester United specifically, but a lot of football clubs, have a social media team managing all of the players' profiles and how they collate data and look at mm. public perception, how they then... And they, and they, then they, they skew, skew yeah. how a player will respond and how a player will talk and write the tweets mm. for them and all of these things. And as much as Terry looks a bit silly, like at least he's being him and all mm. of that. And that, that video, when it came out, obviously to everyone around this table, probably no surprises. And I don't know if it surprised other football fans as much as it may have. May, probably a surprise to the level. I was quite surprised. But, but, I, that, that. but I think people know that there's social media teams, but what they don't realise is how scientific and suit and tie and the guy talking about it was such a like... I mean, yeah. he wasn't a people person. Mate, it's like, all algorithms. Wanted, it's all it's all algorithms. You had yeah. Bernard... No, you had one of Bruno's tweets. No, one of Bernard, Bernardo Silva's tweets went out on Bruno's account. Mm got deleted and then immediately went up and it's like but the, but the point I'm making the point obvious. I'm making is Twitter you know we're, we're, we're fans of football clubs we're absorbing um, tweets by the players and all of that and we're, we're we're wanting that connection because we don't have the connection the way we grew up with mm. footballers and the point is is when you've got a little alien man like what they had talking in that video where it was like and then we collect all the data like it 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 turns so many oh, I'm already talking like that it turns so many fans off and um I just wondered what you guys were thinking I about think that epitomizes right. Manchester you, you United the, um, <coughs> so, sorry bro no, it epitomizes Manchester United in terms of we've got Ed Woodward who's one of those guys running our football yeah team. yeah Sorry, As a fan, you sort of expect that the players at least approve. Like when you see a, you're like, okay, they might not have written that tweet, but you expect them to have sort of approved it. Or yeah, like back in the day, there was a tweet like, that went out saying, say, say something, something like, wasn't it Victor and Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was well, whatever, good. whoever it was. But at least memory. you were like, okay, at least he's kind he's of saying this shit. Input. Yeah, like yeah. You, you know, with, with like Ronaldo or someone, you think, yeah. okay, that's probably not. But like. I think it's difficult though because if you've got players on social media then a lot of football fans would be like why are they spending time on social media instead of I always assume that page. they have a team but they also sometimes jump on and tweet themselves that's how I always yeah. which I think a lot of players do but then some players just aren't social I think media it, I think it's really sad I think it's, sad. I think it's really yeah. sad and it just amplifies my like do you know what it's been it's just, from the way that Chelsea Football Club have behaved this week is poor really poor <laughs> Right, they've put the prices up to a ridiculous level, 300% in one particular part of the ground in order to create some ridiculous sort of semi... Just to be clear, it went from like 1,800 to like 4,000. Went from 1,200. Yeah. 12, it went up 300%. So 1,200 quid is what you pay today. Oh. If you want the same seat, next exactly season. the same seat next season, four bags. Well, it's liberty, isn't it? Off the back of a pandemic, off the back of the Super League, off the back of everything. We that's thought that everything was They need to changing. pay for those social how media come, teams. How come there were some Chelsea fans that defended that by saying... Well, we wanted a stadium and we never... How come there were some people defending... Because <laughs> I, I only know about this through your video and then I... People... Read the comments. People today. wrongly think and look we've seen we've got we've got examples of this, this, is, this, got, is some, this is by the way someone who's actually one of chris md's audience <laughs> 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 he Liverpool are actually bringing on, my audience. i mean i would say he was a human victory cigar but i don't think he's old enough to smoke i'm not sure Jürgen, even you can't touch him like that a little above the waist please Jürgen. <laughs> wait who is that that is uh tyler moore never looked at his phone then guys i couldn't see his number 
I don't know his face. I should know his number. <laughs> Come on, lads. I should know that face. Ted Amengi runner, I'd know his face. Looks like he's working in Liverpool's back office. <laughs> <coughs> But, but look, it's, it's working in your back. Everything that we're saying about this social media thing, every, every, everything that we're saying about these players not running their own accounts and that terrifying manufacturer who manages to shape public opinion and skew public opinion. And if they feel the wind is blowing one way, they tweet something and change the entire public discourse. I find it very scary. And it also like... It puts me off. Like, I'm all like the, way that Chelsea, the way that Chelsea have behaved lately has put me off. And it makes me think... like. You see, with my little girl, I started teaching her all the football songs and that, right? The Chelsea stuff. And then I was thinking to myself, I don't know if I want to sort of poison her with having this affectation to a club that she is going to adore and revolve her life around in a way that I have done. And the club couldn't give two fucks about anyone. You know, like it's made me John's I think as well, Once you realise that, unbelievable. Like, like when, when you actually get to the age and you realise players realistically do not care about the club at no, all that they're I, playing for, and it sort of kills you a bit. But, but I, why would they, Chris? You know? you know what that hit? Do you know where that hit me so hard? And I've had a sort of epiphany with it. There was there were moments these things have been coming, but you know when Conte went to Tottenham, I was just like, oh my god! Like it is actually. And do you know do you know what it's made me go all the way back to? Do you remember about a decade ago when Rafael Benitez was talking and, he, and there's that quote from Benitez that at the time I found really offensive, really didn't like it and really pushed back on it. Where he said, he said football is a lie. Basically said everything that we do, everything that you feel, football is a lie. It's very, it's very sort of poignant, interesting thing from Benitez. And when he said it, it would have been about 10 years ago. It's quite macabre. I said, I said, no. That's not true. Everything I feel is real. Rivalry is real. Passion is real. Everything is real. And as I've got older, and maybe this is an age thing or whatever, but as I've got older, I've kind of... Hearing that Benitez quote, it does resonate with me now. You know, there is no loyalty. There is no rivalry. There is... It is simply... It is simply a commercial product that is... Devil's advocate, in terms of... Not in terms of the Chelsea seat and stuff, because I agree with you in terms of pricing and that. But in terms of, you know, I was talking about them having social media managers and all that. And I, I, in an ideal world, all players run their own and they tweet mm. what they really feel and all that. But we know they can't do that. And we also know we live in a world where a lot of media outlets, a lot of fans, a lot of different people online can create narratives about individuals, teams, you know, people or whatever. So isn't it only natural then for them to have an avenue to be able to counteract that? As long as it's in their authentic voice, if you get what I'm saying. And again, this is just devil's but it, advocate. But it, but it isn't. It isn't in their authentic voice because from what we can understand from that, from that sort of terrifying clip, it's done without the player's approval. They may have a tacit approval. They may, they may hand over the password, but it isn't done in their voice. It isn't done in their tone. It's done on their behalf, perhaps not with their knowledge. See, because I didn't take it as them saying we look at this and then we decide, all right, we're going to tweet this for you now. I didn't take it as that. I took it almost as a, right, we can make a plan on how we can change. And again, that's the fact they've got a plan about it. It's not natural. But I feel like sometimes it's probably needed. But public These players would almost be silly not to get expert advice, not to have people yeah. help them run it. Because to, to think that everything has to be organic... Uh, but public opinion, hard. in my opinion, is organic. Public opinion <laughs> is public the opinion. very you, definition of the you, very you definition say, of public opinion is it, is it is organic. Okay. and it isn't shaped. I, I get or that, Rory. I, I get that, and and I think that's I, I agree with what but you're sometimes saying. Sometimes it is. I, here's the thing, and I agree with what you're saying. But within that, 
we now have to acknowledge that there are people, and we've seen in recent years, like uh, in just daily life in in a lot of countries now, there's debates over whether public opinion is influenced by people who try to influence it. So, for instance, there is a guy in this broke in the international break. Saudi official linked to uh, the murder of the journalist over there is accused of trolling Newcastle United takeover critics on Twitter. Um, so there were there was basically a guy who's been found to own a lot of accounts or a few accounts uh, in the UK, which are sort of mid-level accounts we're talking about like 25,000 followers and up. Ball Street, was it? Uh, no. Uh, uh, but he, he basically... have got that many followers, huh? <laughs> um, So he, the account said, uh, there are many low-grade, hypocritical, desperate journos on here trying to bait NUFC fans. They're rattled, the takeover happened, and we have a new manager. Anti-Saudi Newcastle bias, an agenda is there to, for all to see, but who cares? We're the richest club in the world. That was tweeted by a man who was quite literally linked with the murder of the journalist and the... Uh, Lockdown. When you say linked, but uh, in what way? Uh, so there were there were papers that were released in an American investigation. The U.S. basically claimed that this account, which is Kate Stewart twenty two, is secretly operated by a couple of different people. Someone based in the U.K. and also someone um, who's based out in um, Saudi Arabia. Um, and basically, this guy was uh, linked to crimes, etc. And that there are a new number of accounts. So what we're basically finding is that now that public opinion, you can't really get that from Twitter. Look, you don't really get an authentic experience. On I agree. With You've you got someone who's linked with a know, murder but you know, right with there, regards to who's, who's using the same views that yes. Brian is using as banter to try to further his own club's interest. So they're taking... Did you say the, Kate Stewart 22? Kate Stewart 22, yeah. I right. took the road, <coughs> road less travelled yes. and that has made all the difference exactly. to buy. So that, that's run by a person who's based in the UK and also someone who's based in Saudi Arabia. So it gives it an authentic UK voice, but it's the message that the people in Saudi uh, Arabia uh, want. When, when, when you're saying there's a link there... It's releasing US papers. So no, but like... A, I think what he's saying is that I'm trying people to use social media in order to almost sway public opinion. So then shouldn't footballers have an avenue to be able to sway it back so, in so, a certain well, yeah. way? Or, uh, and also, if, if we use it's us around this table who have no, nowhere near the scrutiny of some of these players, any of these players on the pitch here, if we look at social media sometimes, we know social media isn't reflective of reality. Like reality. Yeah. We know that you, you can get 100 people calling you a cunt and there, I know I am one, but you get it there, and then and you know outside you get everyone it, yeah. that wants up. So it's like it's not totally reflective of. Mm. Do you know no, what but I mean? what my my issue with it is, I think, and I think what Loz is touching on, I was I was aware of, but that was more of a sort of bigger play. Of course, but all, but I, all of that conversation about Russian interference, right? That that I get, but it's kind of political. I thought and chose to believe, and maybe naively yeah. hoped that football was pure of that. But isn't. And, that, and that's kind of my point. So not only is it now that football opinions are fake, there's also people who are now using those football opinions to further their own political interests. And Rafael Benitez. And Rafael Benitez. Bang no, on. but it's not Rafael. I mean, Rafael Benitez, no, Rafael is, Benitez is bang on, but it, it's, it's, it's not really like, it's not news to anyone. I know that it upsets a couple of people in terms of you, you want to have a romanticism that surrounds football. And I respect that. But the romanticism can't be in place of the reality that goes on. It's okay to be romantic, but you can't, you can't hide from the reality what? here. And the reality is that we've got to be more cynical what's about the what we're What's the point of being on like social media? Other fans of clubs that are tweet like that. Let, I know yeah, it's pretty up, bad yeah. at the moment, but like, let's say it was a year ago where things were kind of okay. One defeat for United and non-United fans would be tweeting Ali out, so Ali out trends. And now, do you know what I mean? So people can almost manipulate yes. trends. Clap, I remember Clap out trended after Liverpool lost the game. Yeah, which is And it was like, 
just Chelsea and United fans tweeting. Is no, but Klopp what, out really trending? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, I, I mean, that kind of thing. That kind of thing is is done it's by fans. It's, yeah, but that's done I mean? by fans, and I would disregard. I would disregard that. What we can't disregard no, but is an official. These people don't disregard. That no, no, uh, no. Of course, I, but they sway public opinion. Absolutely, but it's not an official thing. What we're talking about here is the likes of Harry Maguire's Twitter account, the likes of Jaden Sancho's Twitter account, the Manchester United official one. All rather than Harry Maguire actually running it, it would be decided in a room how all of those accounts will tweet in order to fit and toe the party line and fit a particular narrative. Yeah. But that's not organic. Like you said... But it's not organic what they say in the post-match press conference. What they say in the post-match press conference... No, but sure it is because it isn't strategised in a, it isn't strategized in a, in a but, grander but, scheme but, and, I, and I get that, but it is still filtered in some way. A lot Every, of them do have had media training. And, and, yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying. So, so whilst we think... I, I mean, clearly today we see David De Gea's media training either slipped or it was just in Spanish. But uh, the point is that you still get it, an David. element of reality there is what you're saying. I get that. But I just think we've got to be more cynical about what we get from these guys. And ultimately, we've got to realise they're trying to maximise their earnings in this time. So they're basically going... We need a clean account. You know, if you're, if you're so a professional footballer, Nike wants what's the point? What's the point? If you're a professional footballer, you're Trent Alexander-Arnold, right? You've got the world at your feet. You're incredible at what you do. You've won countless things. You're a millionaire at mm-hmm. twenty odd. <gasps> what's the point in being on social media if it isn't too honestly converse with to, your to, fans? To, to what's create, the point? To create a product that you can make more money from. Fucking hell! Fuck off! Uh, I think that's like, a really good place to end this. Actually. Fuck um, Speaking yeah. of uh, lo- loyalty, uh, Stephen Gerrard, obviously, in the time we last recorded, made the jump to Villa. Uh, some people were criticising him for sort of dropping Rangers, who basically made him as a manager uh, pretty fast. Uh, for a, a club that aren't Liverpool, which is obviously the natural destination for him, and I think some Rangers fans felt a bit like, well, because not long before that happened... He basically was asked, would you leave to go to a club such as that? And he said, don't ask stupid questions. Um, I'm here, aren't I? And immediately, you know, a week later, he's... Football's a lie. Benitez was bang on. Oh, fair enough, fuck it then. No, nah. no, but I, I mean, I, 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 I got quite a lot of stick about some of the things I said about Stephen Gerrard going to, to Aston Villa. What did you say? Firstly, I acknowledge like, the, the, the enormous stature of Glasgow Rangers. They are the most successful club in the world. I acknowledge their, their position. I'm fully aware of it. But Aston Villa is a promotion for him. Aston Villa is. That, that irks people who are fans of the SPL, and it certainly irks Glasgow Rangers fans. And I don't mean it in a hostile way, but it's true. To manage Aston Villa, firstly, Aston Villa are a massive club in their own right. Mm-hmm. But secondly, the Premier League. It's a, it's a Premier League opportunity. Mm-hmm. So I don't really... <coughs> begrudge Stephen Gerrard taking that. Stephen Gerrard did exactly what he was supposed to do at Glasgow Rangers. I've seen the narrative. It's slightly harsh on him. They say things like, oh, yeah, he won one trophy out of nine. Only one out of nine. St. Johnston won more trophies while he was there, whatever. Fine. But he was brought in with a remit of doing one thing, really, and that was to make sure that Celtic didn't hit the 10. Mm. They don't hit La Decima. And they didn't. That's what they call it in Scotland. It's also, though, he... Not there, Summer. So, it's also... <laughs> is that what it would sound like? I know exactly That's which Scotsman you're making an impression of there. So the funny thing is good. with that... I'm right? sitting there thinking. Decimal. <laughs> the funny thing is with that, you know, with Stephen Gerrard, if he'd left the club and they're just going to plummet back down now, I'd understand that. But I actually feel like he's left them in fairly good health. He's left them with a manager that's very competent. So he's got uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst has stepped in. And it's, it's clear that at some point he's going to have to move on in the timeline. I also think he kind of, 
he'd sort of run his course there fairly early on because they'd done so much of what they needed to do so quickly. And he, I think he also spent quite a bit of money there. Mm. He uh, did, yeah, but more I, than any manager previously, I, apparently. And I understand, and I get that, but that's also because Rangers historically hadn't spent an awful lot of cash. And if you look at the index of how much money he'd spent compared to other managers, really, it's quite comparable in terms of inflation. All those other things, yeah, because when they were spending, spending the money, it's when like you were getting, yeah, yeah, you, they, right. you were getting Gaza for for little sums yeah, compared to today's yeah. yeah and but if you put that into today's that's uh, that's it's quite equivalent mm-hmm. but then you also look at it's not only that it's what he did in Europe it's the fact that he had them going toe to toe with other European sides it's the fact that he was also able and I, I thought this was quite impressive to train his side in multiple different tactics and multiple different systems he also <coughs> raised Scotland's coefficient while he was there so he just sort of did some charity amazing, work for everyone else amazing the record in Europe like what he Very did, impressive. what he did mm. in Europe. You know, like I remember, I think it was Benfica they beat. Mm-hmm. Like in my head, at least, but like Benfica are a Champions League club, aren't they? Like yeah. you see Benfica yep. in the it, they the competed three, the in their Europe, European games almost yeah. all the time, which was the biggest surprise because you almost accept that Celtic or Rangers will win the league and, and then, then plummet, plummet, plummet in Europe, yeah, Europe and. I think he's done really well, but I just don't. I like grudge him the move well. to I, don't, I can't stand Stephen Gerrard for obvious reasons, but I thought in his press conference. I thought he nailed it. Like when I was listening to what he said, and look, we all know deep down he wants to be Liverpool manager one day. Obvious, isn't it? Uh, we all know that. But the way he spoke about Aston Villa and the way he spoke about the club and the opportunity and things, I think he understands that to even have a chance of following Klopp or the next one after Klopp, he has to do something pretty good with, and that means getting him into Europe, getting him. Mm. So he can't even look beyond what he's doing at the or moment it, because it, if, if he does he's going to be in a relegation scrap it's two things he's though. not going to be in for a job anymore Absolutely. I think he's shown you can maximise the players at your disposal so that then when you do go into an, like a club like Liverpool you then maximise those players it's also shown that you can at least compete with the other sides so depends on his budget if, if mm. he's not got a massive budget they do spend Villa they're a very wealthy club they got yeah, very wealthy right? club so if they do spend and they put some spend behind him I think I've <laughs> got a good place I to think prove the, it I think they have one of the wealthiest families in Egypt back oh. in them. I like mean, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Wait, Brent, what? are you saying that your Kate's due at 22? <laughs> um, so, should we talk about Newcastle, actually? Because we are in a position where mathematically now, if we were to escape relegation, it would be the greatest escape of Premier League history. You bottom of the league? From, from what I understand. Well, but we're rock bottom, but not just that. Oh, wow. The last time a team's... Uh, sorry, two teams escaped a similar position they won the game we just drew so we're now in the worst predicament if we were to escape it so Eddie Howe comes in today right let's get this (laughs) management on the oh what COVID all right then he's got COVID couldn't be there for his first game in charge unfortunately and we conceded three at home to Brentford now we scored three but fucking hell, we look terrible in defence. I mean, bloody <coughs> awful. I look at Clark and Lascelles. I'm like, what is happening to you two? And like, don't like under Rafa, these were like fairly solid guys. Yeah, they look clueless. You just have to sign to our Um You just have to sign to. You've got Carl Darlow, who has a shot, one of the easiest shots to save a goalkeeper will get all season, and let it go into the back of the net. And and that that for me, I mean, there was a few you know, horror moments for him. Uh, but that was like, how we've got Dubravka and he's played that game, I, I do not know. Um, so 
It do is. Think, do you think Dubravka's good enough to, for, for the new era, at least? Uh, well, at least I, I think he's good enough to the end of the season. From what I've seen of him, he's levels above Darlow, generally speaking. Darlow's had. Darlow's one of those guys. Uh, it's like because uh, he's been at the club so long, a lot of people still think he's like this young, promising keeper. Yeah, yeah. You look him up, he's like, "Fucking hell, the kid's dirty." Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. It's I mean? funny footballers like that, isn't it? Same like Gary, Harry Neville Maguire. And Harry Maguire. Honestly, yeah. yeah. This yeah, is yeah. the future of Newcastle. <laughs> um, and and what what interestingly came out about Newcastle is when everyone was kicking off about us using you know, partner sponsorships from the owner, uh, the owner's connections. It's actually came up how much Mike Ashley paid to have Sports Direct plastered all around that re- arena. Nothing. Now, now, the interesting thing, no, it wasn't nothing, right? But just to compare it, the King Power Stadium, which isn't Sports Direct arena stickers everywhere and all of that, it is literally just like a, one big sign. They pay about f- uh, £4 million a year for that. That is direct payment to payment. Like that is in insider trading. Yeah, mm-hmm. whatever. You know, um, Mike Ashley paid one hundred and fifty-seven thousand pounds a year. God, so oh, two up, two down in Newcastle. That uh, nobody complained about that. that really. is obscene. It's nobody obscene. ever complained. Here's the thing, though, Brian. Bang on. So now, bizarre. Here's the thing: the Premier League. As soon as Mike Ashley goes, they go. We need to look into this because if people come in and start cheating, is Mike Ashley really the good guy? Because he wasn't overpaying for advertising. Yeah, what a good guy. He's paying the right guy. amount. So. Just uh, just to put a little bit of more stats that came out, our commercial revenue grew 5% under Mike Ashley in what was nearly 15 years. Just in the same the period of time, Everton's grew 1,009%. Just that when <laughs> people goals. talk to me, what, you know, looking back at it, when you hear people, and I, you know, this isn't, I'm not having to go at Rio Fernando, but when you hear the things about, you know, you should club together and buy the club, what are Newcastle fans complaining for, Richard Keyes, and they're like, just... Just marvel at what a disaster that 15 years was. Um, so um, basically today was a brutal game for me because I really realised how much was on the line. And when you're seeing defenders like that, it's, it, it's worrying. You know what I mean? That midfield is so slow. And, and one of the things how came out with was John Joe Shelby could have a pivotal role in this. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, John Joe Shelby? Has he lost you already? Joggy John Joe Shelby, he can't run for save his fucking life. Are you taking the piss out of me? Mm. Bloody hell. But I think he might might be like trying to like be like, God, we we've I've got to tell them something. He has to say Can that I? now. Yeah, no, I, 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 I get that. Gone. I get that, <laughs> but the first one gone in January. Yeah, I wouldn't pay too much attention. No, but I get that. He's he's trying to big him up. Just be like, look, get us. Everyone's got a chance here. If he says that, if he goes, yeah. look, Shelby, you could feature for this. Mm. Everyone else goes, well, if he could, I could. So Nick, could there, there was a moment in the game. Everyone goes. <laughs> He thinks he's good. We're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 there was a moment in the game I can't, I, it, when uh, I think it was their third goal went in, maybe where two defenders come to the ball on the uh, corner of the box, and the ball still gets through them from one player. And you're like, "This is just not our day." And it was the deflection from Lascelles that. Uh, when do you play us? Uh? You might have a chance. Well, we're playing Arsenal <laughs> next, so I hope uh, the confidence is low. Uh, but then Eddie Howe still might not be in charge. So what I'm trying to do is go, still lock out that new manager, bounce, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not, it's not official till he's in that dugout. One thing I will say about Mike Ashley that loads of people who are the defenders of Mike Ashley always come out with is mm. they go, good businessman there, good mm. businessman. And I always think, is he though? Yeah. Because he's, not, well, no, you say this. So He's a shrewd businessman, you know two what? different things. So you know what? Uh, yeah, exactly. Doesn't make him a good businessman. Liverpool were bought for three hundred million, which is what your club just recently sold for, mm. right? Do you know what Liverpool's now valued at? Four billion. 
Mm. So if if he really is <laughs> such a smart guy, yeah. and he'd have invested even minimally in the team, the huge power of whatever factor he could have made the profit by wouldn't have been millions it would have been billions and that's the thing this guy that we're praising a a couple of hundred million profit exactly which by comparison is obviously how much did buy the club for uh, I think about 100 million 150 or something like that so by comparison Liverpool have Gone more than thirteen fold. Mm-hmm. What they different beast? What they but meant, I get different what you mean. Beast, I get it is, different beast. But you're looking but at. You're, by the way, you're looking at a stadium the size of Anfield. You're looking at a fan base that's uh, easily is going to fill the stadium every week. You're looking at multiple journalists who are in the area. Go. Could even be. Why did people? Someone buy Sunderland because there were people, journalists in the area, a business analysts, also people going. There's, this place is rife for investment. It's got a loyal fan base. There's lots of working class people, similar to Liverpool, similar to Manchester, similar to Birmingham. All these places and Frank. Mike Ashley didn't only fuck up what happened on the pitch he fucked up for himself mm. he fucked himself you know, so badly do you know why because the guy's got a massive ego on him there's, there's, plenty, of, there's well. plenty of fuckers in the press that will back this guy mm. because they all take they're on so, the take so they're the guys. people who think Amanda, they know best and they don't they're full of shit yeah. Amanda Stavely came in and she she was like I've, I've had uh, just in the matter of weeks of taking over <laughs> we've realised just how little investment exactly. went into like the regular stuff around but, the club. But that's so she went. I've had to put forty million into this club immediately, that just because it's been that starved of like investment. But do you know what though? With regard to what we're saying about Ashley, that's that's almost why it's a that's why he's done well because you know you know well you know that expression about do you know the easiest way to make a million pounds out of a football club? Start with ten million. Mm. There was never any chance. So you're saying if he'd invested, it could have, of course, you're right. It could have exponential growth. It could have become a billion pound turnover. Yeah. But he was never going to lose. So, so and there was, he didn't roll the dice. He was only ever winning. Then, then, which for then, football but doesn't he, exist. But he but was going to lose. And he's been very, very, no, that is good he's been very, he's very fortunate lose. in that when he's left the club, technically, it was still in the Premier League. But the reason our defence is so bad in this game is because... He, had, he hadn't signed a centre defender. He, he refused mm. for three, four years or whatever. So the ageing squad is just rotting and rotting. And, then he and one it. of the frustrating <laughs> things is like, as a fan, I'm looking at them now, like Mike Ashley and Steve Bruce, who were jointly responsible for the, the reasons that this team is in the st- situation it is, have escaped. Mm. And, we're, and as all fans are, we're left with the mess behind, really. And, you know, you have Eddie Howe come in. He gave a really good interview. And I thought to myself, wow, I mean, in five minutes, I've had more intelligence out of him than I did in three years of Bruce, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I really, I, he's likable. And he seems to want to work that lads hard and give everything. But you can, you can do everything you want. We're fucked already, really. So it's going to take, it's going to, who, I mean, I'm thinking who we could fucking buy in January. Tarkovsky. Get us Tarkovsky. Hell. Desperately. Tarkovsky. Uh, I mean, do you know then, we've then been a bit with, of glamour, um, maybe Lingard. Eden Hazard. We, we, like and, and in a serious link as well. How mad is that? <laughs> that'd be the wrong move. Oh, yeah, that'd be the wrong move. That's, that's not what you need. Take you need, I, I you need the fighters. Okay. I'm not saying that was a good idea. I'm just, mm. I'm just saying like, like you're hearing Coutinho mm. and all of that, but you're completely right. You need, <laughs> you need fighters. You need warriors. Man. Yeah. Did you see the stats about Hazard yesterday? Their worst like, ever signing, wasn't he? Yeah, he's it's gone it's down as like a fish. You know, the stats. Right off worst the, ever. Before you did call it. Yeah. yeah, me and Harry filmed with him, and it was downhill from there. <laughs> really? Right. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Harry, remember he does back Real Madrid. How was he? Was he? Was he nice to work with? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, nice enough. <laughs> yeah, he was lovely. You know, 
Um, no, no, it's fine. No, it didn't seem. Uh, <laughs> it definitely wasn't. It definitely wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no, no. 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 Was I was going to make a comment. Tell me about one thing that was lovely about him. He was yeah. overweight or anything. He <laughs> was in nice. good shape. He didn't look His particularly tubby like he did. did he, no, did, yeah. Was he no, into what you were doing? Round bottom. Did he commit to your. He did. He did. Can someone please get the ISO of Chris going round bottom? He committed to your video. No complaints. Yeah, he was. Which is more than what he's done for. So, Chris, the headline is literally ex Chelsea saw Eden Hazard is sad at Real Madrid amid rumours of Newcastle transfer. Maybe it's the Newcastle transfer. Real Madrid player is sad at being linked to Newcastle. Yeah, exactly. You've got it the wrong way around. It's the link. It's the lingo. It translates differently. It's the translate. It's the direct translation. Chris, right. what about your thoughts on today's game? Uh, how, how do you feel about Arsenal now? Because you guys were on a fairly decent <coughs> run against some sides that maybe you should expect to beat. Today was a bit of a yardstick. I think football is a very <laughs> results-based um, industry. Like a lot of people just react and. I've heard so much about Arsenal's. I'm, I think Arteta's doing a good job. I really do think we're doing well this season. Um, there was a period where I was almost against him and was sort of questioning, like, where are we going? Mm -hmm. You know, it's been two years now. But I think we're still doing well, but I was expecting this today. Without um, trying to... I'm not trying to rattle you, but do you think... Remember this whole entertainment stuff? I always get baffled when people go, oh, you can see the style. Is the style of play something that Arsenal fans are genuinely happy with because it doesn't strike me as an attack. No, style mate, I, I don't think compared to Wenger, uh, which is what we compare everything to. Now, even the last years of Wenger, I, we're not playing <sighs> anywhere near attack. How come he like gets that. away with it, or is he not? And I'm just saying, because well, we've improved so much in so many other areas. Like even today, there was a point where we had a set piece and uh, we passed it sideways. Uh, it looked like you know we totally messed up the set piece, but then you saw Tavares make a run from the back, and it's just like that's clearly. So do you feel like he dragged the, the expectations so low that when he does? No, Adam. They're no, unbeaten for two months. They're unbeaten. Manchester <laughs> City, third finished eight until back, today. Back yeah, but until today. So oh, with they, memory, you mean? Like, I never ever feel like they're going to get out of this. They're all, like, they're, remember they're, what I was saying about United? We're very emotional. Arsenal are a very emotional team. But they've been beaten they've for been two months. They've been battered 4-0 now. So I bet now for the next few weeks, they'll be feeling sorry for themselves. They've been it's like United. Like, and then when they win... When they win, it'll be what we need. we're the best team in the world again. And then when they lose, it's, oh, we're but, shit yeah, for a It's like that all the time with that's them. It's never going to be music football, you know, That's what I'm Adam. saying. I, I, we, well, you want Arteta? Well, no, I want Arsenal <laughs> to lose the next game. We've got them. Oh, yeah. I think <laughs> we, our, our fans massively overreacted to this unbeaten streak and stuff. But there's a lot of points of our game that Arteta has improved on that it's not just, you know, I know we're not playing. A, I'd love for us to be more attacking. We're not creating that many chances, but we are slowly improving and you can see what he's doing. Like the transfers this year were very good. I was expecting a 4-0 against Liverpool, one of the best sides in Premier League. Is it similar to what now, Ali's done and almost... <laughs> He can't take us anymore now, is that he's changed the culture and that's what Arteta's currently trying to do? I No, I would. I mean, it's hard to tell because, you know, I, you don't know what's going on except for looking inside the football club and literally seeing what he's doing. But on the outside, you see us playing more intelligently and you see us making the right decisions that we weren't under Emery and stuff. And even though we're not getting exponentially better, we're still slowly getting better over time. Okay. It's not amazing yet. We shouldn't be going, we're going unbeaten, it's invincible. 2.0 but we do it does feel like we're getting better 
I'm happy with that. I'm also happy with Liverpool's uh, display today. More on them next week. Uh, probably them actually in midweek, Rory, when we'll be doing the Champions League. Yeah, boy. It's going to be good. I think you join us Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday? Wednesday. 7.30 on Wednesday. It's going to be a good one. Thanks a lot to our sponsors, Free Trade. Head to freetrade.io forward slash TG. Get yourself a share with up to £200. It is a really good offer. Uh, if you've not already taken it, get over there right now. Remember, it is your capital that you'll be investing, so it'll be your capital that's at risk. Your investment may go down as well as up, and you might just make a profit on your investment. Jeez. Next weekend, love, it is Real. Manchester United versus Chelsea. Oh, it's the two heavyweights at the table. I love how Rory's already got Zidane in the dugout in his head. He's like, it's fucking Zidane. So have I. Please, <laughs> surely. It has, uh, Ali, I love you, bro, but... It's time to go, isn't it? He give you some good memories. Um, it's time to go. This, uh, I'd, big thank you to Free Trade, obviously, su- supporting us all the time. 200 shows of the kickoff. Big thank you to all the fans, man. 6,000 sub- loyal subscribers we got on Twitch as well. Big love. And this is the last time you will see these graphics, the intro. We're wow. going to um, change the intro next week. We, we filmed a, a sick new intro. We've got new graphics. <laughs> Um, and if there isn't new graphics, it's because people have fucked up their jobs. So uh, on that note, there are also very good at their jobs. Um, there is a good intro though coming up. I'd like no to pressure, say, lads. This was the first ever pro intro we ever did, and you and I shot that all on our own. Didn't we? Yeah, we've had a lot of fun, and even Biggie's in the intro. Mm. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Sorry about uh, Biggie not being here today. I've just wanted him to have a nice nap. He's been quite tired this weekend. Yeah, a he's lot growing. Of he's growing in. a lot. Next time, so he's in the podcast. Uh, he, lay, he, he lay on the table during the whole fucking that podcast. Uh, we've got a podcast out this week, and just. Me and Lars talking about an experience we had, a lot of different things. That sounds a bit sexual. It wasn't. It was um, Will Smith and uh, Idris Elba, which kind of is sexual in a way, if you want to look at it that way. But never mind. It was a great show. We it went to see. It felt great. It was a really good chat in the end. I really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, we went. Uh, we went to see. We parted with Will Smith. That's the. Uh, that's that's the, the tagline, and that's the story um, I'm sticking to. Uh, but yeah, we'll Mini see you. Um, so we got the podcast tomorrow. Podcast tomorrow. Poker. Oh, poker. The poker video goes out tonight. Poker, poker video. Oh, goes that late. was sick. All right. Check the poker video out tonight on True Jordy Extra podcast tomorrow, True Jordy main channel. And then we've got a cool little boxing video coming out next week, Monday, I think. Oh, yeah. Also then, um, also then followed by Champions League in the midweek. And mm. then next week we're doing Manchester United. Versus. Big thank you to Chris MD, man. Ooh. Big He's also agreed to do a, a little thing with us towards the end of the year, which is going to be real fun. I'm looking forward Thank to you, that. Chris, yeah. Don't forget to check out well. Rory's channel. Check out Adam's channel. They've got a podcast together, Killing the Game. And we called. will see you on the next kickoff. Thanks. Cheers. Pew.